What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Now, Greg, the last couple uh, Game Over Greggy Show episodes, I have filled in for you, and a lot of people say that I did a terrible job. The last couple? Wasn't it just the one with the movie? It was one, and then like a couple weeks before I did as well. A terrible job, they said. Yeah, and that person was Tim Gettys. He was like, you've listened. (laughs) He's like, you've been on almost every fucking episode of this podcast and yeah. you still can't get the four sometimes five best friends gather on this table yeah. to bring topics of your discussion each every week. Do whatever you want. I can't but I get caught up in trying to be you and then I get super nervous and then I do that thing where it's the roller coaster where I'm like you almost got it. You're like, oh no you're going too fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be yourself. You can't try to emulate someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Get up there. Podcasting is jazz. No but then fucking Tim does the look that you do to him during the MCU where he just goes like this. Now, okay, so now here, here's, here's and Tim Gettys, my Tim host. So here's the thing with Nick: is Nick uses you me as both the cartoon devil and angel on oh, his shoulders yeah. at all time. It's like I didn't give him any shit at all. He he just uses me as like I'm projecting. His, he, yeah, you're totally projecting, 100%. and like you you look in the mirror and you see me looking back at you. No, there was I bet if you went back and looked, you would laugh at me a couple times. <laughs> you're right. You you're right. On times. the other side, I am I am there giving you the look. The thing about it is when any of us when I screw up my own rigmarole. You, you become hyper aware of what everybody else is doing. And in the old days, you used to stop. So quiet. In cold, I'm like, what? You Like when me and Tim would make eye contact, you used to get so mad. What? What did I say? Well, that's the thing. You didn't sound like Fran. I don't myself. know. I'm, oh, I did. I I'm did. transitioning I into back. a Fran. I've trained myself to not give the eyes to people. Through. Sure. Because I know Nick. It Just look him down. Crazy. Don't make any eye contact. We all tried to be better about it. But yeah, that MCU <laughs> where I looked at you and you just did the nod. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't not. I don't know why I nodded. I was just like, yeah. For some reason, we do the show MCU interview. Where we every week mm-hmm. we review a Marvel movie. I host that, and from the first episode, I started the rigmarole in the beginning of "What's up, guys? Welcome." And I fucked up a word. And he Greg, just like it was like a he didn't fuck it up. It was I like a almost, he like tripped. Like I, said, but he got I said January weird. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Like January. Or Did you some correct shit. yourself after? No, I just no went need through. to. Nothing really just powered through. And uh, but I, I was just letting you go, Greg and I looked at Nick. Look at Nick, and I was like, God damn, they won't start laughing Not doing this. And then every episode since, it's like I'm sitting there and I see them looking. At each, they're just waiting. We're all waiting for something. And I fuck up every single time. It's just because it's fun when people are watching you intro a show. Yeah. Also, just spend way too much time together, and at this point, it's just it's like brothers. We're just like let's just fuck with each other. Totally. So there's no there's no decision. There's never like a conscious choice. It's just there's an opening. Are we going to take it? Yeah, we're gonna take mm-hmm. it. I feel like we've done that thing where I was like, because Nick's always been way older than us. I feel like <laughs> well, he always has. Yeah. Case in point. <laughs> opening. There it is. Let's go ah, there. Hey, there I've grown, though, there. from the little brother. To Nick would have to worry about. So now, like, we're at that age where oh. I can drink and, like, we drink and hang yeah. out together. You know what I mean? Because, like, me and Nick and I, we got something going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's I don't, true. I don't ever want to talk about spinning off and doing our own thing, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Fucking scumbags incorporated ads. or whatever. No, Jesus, but, like, yeah, we can go do that. Let's call it the rigmarole, man. We'll just call it the rigmarole. And joining us for the first time ever, Barbara Dunkelman. Unbelievable. I assume she needs no introduction. I know, right? That's on crazy. God. She's been on other stuff, but Game Over Greg show, this is like a perfect fit for I you. mean, technically, people are probably going to get you guys on this. I've been on the show before. If you count the RTX episode we did before. That is true. Do we that publish it? Oh, right. Yeah. Was, oh, where we Game did, Over Greg Where show. you did the hover hand over her, and I was yeah, shirtless in the audience. Once every few months, that'll, somebody will bring that up. Of but like, I, the thing is, I didn't oh. know you guys. I knew you from yeah, the yeah. gauntlet, Yeah. and that was it. I had never met you before. I had never met you before, mm-hmm. so I feel like the chemistry was probably totally off. Now no, we're, we're fucking good. in to do it. Which I think if I remember, didn't you show up in costume? Yeah. Yeah, I had just come from the Ruby panel, so I was in a Yang cosplay. And I was like, hey. 
All right, let's go. <laughs> and that was when I was Perfect. like, I mean, that was maybe like the, that was probably the first thing I ever did publicly as well as a panel, right? That was your first panel. Yeah, that was like my first ever panel. Yeah. So I was Look like, my first panel was deer and headlights. A couple months earlier, Pax, Pax East. East. Game over, Greggy Show. Game Tim over, Schaefer. With Tim Schaefer yeah, and yeah. Uh, Jared, Jared Garrison. Yeah, and then, yeah, that was your first panel and she was there. It was like chaos. Utter chaos. Yeah, was so yeah fun. Greg was naked. It was fun. That's that's what I do with I, it, oh, it was all cool. a blur, but it was wonderful. And then I was also at Kind of Funny Life 2 and came on stage to do the Game Over Greggy show for like maybe a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that counts though. Yeah, we it, counts? it counts. So technically no, it doesn't. This show? is the first real show you've This is the first yes. real show. Those were both published as Game Over Greggy Sure, show we episode. publish a lot of things. We do. Remember that time I did a 30 second fart we published as a Game Over Greggy <laughs> show? All right, that happened. <laughs> did it? No, I don't remember. I'm the keeper of the like It's like the whole fucking. I like to believe in that fantasy world that you just created that the, the fart went on longer than 30 seconds. We just chose to put it to <laughs> cap it at 30 seconds. Here is the choice 30 seconds. You really come in, it's already really going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a loose corn all over the place. If you Good didn't know, Lord. oh God, that's <laughs> a pre-show review. You didn't know this is the Game Over Greggy show each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get each and every episode a full week early on Friday. Of course, you can watch it live for just a buck as well whenever we record it. You can get a whole bunch of other goodies, perks, and exclusives too. But if you have no money to toss our way, no big deal. The following Friday, one week later, it's up on youtube.com slash kindoffunny alongside MCU in review. Nick's pud talk. I don't know what it is. Kind of funny. You're not that cool, Greg. Nick's pud talk is going to be a show one day. <laughs> hey, we're talking about my pud today. Barbara, how the hell are you? I'm great. Yeah? I am so happy to finally be here doing stuff with you guys. We've talked about doing content together for a very long time. You guys have been on my show before, Greg. Always open. Fantastic show. Yet to, yet to be on, but hopefully I was the first soon. fan. I told you that. I listened to the debut episode. First fan. I thought that was the opening Supporting to get me on. Never beginning. happened. I never, I deleted it. We saved the best for last. Ah, the last episode always open. Great. Yeah. <laughs> a couple years from now. Um, Eventually closed. Exactly. But no, I'm, I'm really excited to be here and doing this stuff. You guys are like brothers to me, so I'm very, You very did excited. the kind of funny morning show. This yes, morning. earlier today. Mm -hmm. I was bopping around getting things set up because it's been a busy day, hectic mm -hmm. around here. Are we saying why you're in town or no? Um, I think it's okay to say it. I'm, I'm filming something with IGN. That's cool. Yeah, just okay, a little cool. show. Okay, so look for that soon. Yep. A uh, whole bunch of other stuff to promote. You're on Rooster Teeth all the time. All the time. That's where it, it, I live. Exactly. <laughs> what? So <laughs> it, people Rooster can follow you on Twitter and all that jazz. Yep. Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. Cool. We got all that junk out of the way. What's your topic? My topic today. Um, so I have recently started watching Black Mirror. I'm a little late to the party. I find it fascinating. What season are we in right now? I'm jumping all over the place. Okay, good. Yeah. Have you watched White Christmas yet? John Hamm. The John Hamm one. No. Oh, have not seen White you're Christmas. You're missing out. Twisted. I saw White Bear. You're an idiot. One episode. Really loved it. Which one? Which one was it? Stop the DJ. Oh, oh. oh hang the DJ. Hang the I DJ. haven't seen that one yet. But I hear that's a good one. That is a good Fantastic. one. Um, so the one I wanted to discuss today, very close to home, since I do social media for a living, mm -hmm. um, it's the episode called Nosedive. I believe it's in season three. And the premise of it is basically everyone now rates each other, mm -hmm. scores each other. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard Bryce in this Dallas one. Howard, yeah. This is oh, what a lot of people talk about this one. I haven't seen this one yet yeah. either. What, is, what are you waiting for? You I, like stuff. What are you waiting I've, for? I've, 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 uh, it's <laughs> what are you one waiting of those... For? <laughs> Uh, Black Mirror is one of those series, those, those, uh, uh, series is series eyes, series eyes, series eyes, I think it's series eyes, nemesis eyes. Uh, it's one of those shows that I, it's just not for me. 
Really? In that it's I re- I recognize how well made it is. I recognize the, but it's like great the, science fiction. It's great sci-fi. But all it the just, episodes are so different but from all, each but, other. But I've seen three, and they're all just so tragic, and Which, they leave oh, me no, just that's for sure. That's they for leave sure. me oh, just yeah. going like with just like a man. Fucking humanity is doomed. And I just at the end of the night, I'm always so caught up in my own brain and like with my anxiety from whatever happened in the day that I just need the world's dumbest show to turn mm. my brain off. I get that. And that show is Friends. Mm. That is what that's what I I've been love watching. Friends. So like I'm just, I'm just not one of those Twilight Zone, Black Mirror kinds of people. I don't okay. like horror films that much. I don't like anything that puts you in that like tense mood sure. for like an hour. And that's the thing. Black Mirror has that like British vibe to it. Where like Ooh. in America, we always have to have like there's like a percentage where like ninety percent of the things have to end happy, ten percent are allowed to end fucked up. Oh, you but rarely in the UK, see that ends they're like, unhappy. "Fuck you, life it's sucks." Way, like, hundred yeah. percent. It always rains here. We have a queen. They're, they're positive. It's great. Happy. But they're few but and far between. Yeah, yeah there's like two, right? I don't know. I feel like hanging the DJ, one of them, and then what was it? Sam Lewis or Bisbo or whatever they call him. I don't even, most of the names I don't know. I've, I've seen San them all. San Junipero. That's the one I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, that was I, a happy one. That was a happy one. Yeah. Um, so they so g- give them give them, give them the elevator pitch for Nosedive. Um, Nosedive is, obviously takes place in the future, where you can now rate all your interactions mm-hmm. with everybody, and your social status is based off your rating. So if you... Buy a coffee from someone, you you rate them right there on the spot, and everything pops up. Like digitally. how your transaction went, right? Everybody's got yeah. a profile. So it's like Uber, like after you rate. Sure, Uber. it's like Uber, but for but literally for everything. everything. Every person but is it public though. Yes, because yes. like Uber, you don't know. This is public. Well, now you do. You know your own score. You know everyone. Fucking score. get on top of do Uber. You? Yeah, come on, man. What? And Where you been? Yeah, you can find out your own score. No, you, you know your score, but you don't know who rated you. Oh, oh my apologies. Not yeah. gotcha. my apologies. No, no, you you know who rated that you. That changes everything. You know who rated you and why they. You know who rated you, and usually it's right after. It's usually literally people are walking around like, "All right, cool, thanks." And then and like, like you'll you know, be looking at each other in the eye, and like they'll be yeah, like, you'll get the thing. Yeah. Mm, okay. God, can you, can you imagine how many likes for likes that would be? Yeah, you. that's pretty <sighs> much the brutal. whole show. It'd be brutal. <laughs> um, but yeah, on the show, if you have, I think, a score below a four, you are basically an outcast. Like Interesting. People, people do not want to interact with you because if they see you interacting with people who have a low score, they rate you lower too. Is that out of five? Yeah, out of five. Yeah, when so, you get to like, yeah, the, when you when she and the show dips below four spoilers, like yeah. that's when it really starts going south and goes downhill. People start treating her differently mm. because they know she's just a three. It's fascinating, also terrifying because I feel like it's happening. It could happen. It, it is, is happening. happening. It is yeah. happening. Like what you're what you're really talking about to there an is extent. that. Well, what you're talking about there is people's ability to judge each other online, and that is absolutely happening, right? Yeah. And that's absolutely that happens on Twitter every so often. We will see there just be an outcrying of people who just like don't like something or don't like a person or don't, or the, you know, and sometimes there can have, there can be tremendously negative consequences out there and you can look at it and be like, I don't know this is not, there's not a conversation happening. It's just boom judgment. Exactly. And that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. There's a the website rate my professors. Right. And then rate my I teachers. used to use that and way I, back in the I, day. I use that like religiously. Like yeah. that's how I got through high school and college the way that I did. And uh, it ruined people's lives entirely. I, I know people that were teachers that got fired because of it. I know, really? Yeah. Like, and even Just if it wasn't because so, of though, it, right? they were yeah, assholes. but but yes, but that's it's the same thing of like when there's bad reviews, it just kind of. You get in this mindset. You're sure. Like, oh well, fuck Miss whatever the, her name is, right? And you're just like, I'm gonna. You go into it thinking negatively about high it. High school students yeah. should not be allowed to read their, rate their teachers with any level of oh, degree of accuracy. That's, there's way I too mean, much emotion. They weren't allowed to. It's just the internet, just did it. Right? And that's it just totally was the thing. And then there was there was rate my friends, and there was like the the hot or not hot thing. Hot or not, yeah. Yeah, it's like this. We grew up in an era where this was just something that we had at yeah. our disposal, and yeah. it, that's scary because it definitely affected choices I've made. And how much I like someone. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's the same with Yelp ratings, right? Like, I went to a hypnotist one time. 
um, to like when I was doing like a lot of the therapy for claustrophobia. So I was like, oh, I'll just try hypnotism and see if we can. If like in a couple hours I can work through some of the deeper issues or whatever, it didn't end up being as, as powerful as an experience as I wanted it to be. But one of the things that he was like, I'm going to make you sign. He's like, just so you know, you have to sign a document saying that if you're going to go on Yelp and rate me, like you have to t- talk to me about it first. Because, and I was like, that's an interesting thing to tell me that I have to do. But I was like, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to try this. And it wasn't that expensive. So it's I did smart it. to yeah. an extent, right? Because I, I I love the ones that will break out on Reddit of the person who runs the restaurant resp- clapping back. Yeah. Whoever leaves the bad review yeah. where it's like, hey, sorry. You yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, like they didn't have. He's like, you came into a chicken shop asking for this. <laughs> like, yeah. no, we don't have that. You yeah. can't rate me against that. Like That's wrongfully like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. downvoting something. Um, so what I wanted to know mm. If this was something that existed in today's society, mm-hmm. this was part of our world. What do you think your rating would be? Mm, a five, uh, yeah, yeah. Mine would be a zero because I would, I would, because <laughs> no here's why: I would be, I am the world's Damn. latest adopter of technology, and I would, I would revolt against this unequivocally. I'm like, I am not going to fucking do this system, and it would be way too late. And then by the time I finally did get Nick underscore underscore Scarpino one or whatever the fuck my name I could get left on it, people were like you're a lame ass, and I'd be so far behind the curve, my score would just be zero. It but but people who are like have that low of a score in this world are destitute. Are dead to I would everybody. be. It would be. I would be on the island with the rest of the fucking. See, I, penal colony. I'm people. glad that I was going the opposite way, right? Of like Nick would go to a Starbucks and get short and with somebody. His, his anger would come out, yep. and then they start down. Oh, yeah. that would. Yeah, that's. that's so like, imagine very, it's very embedded relevant. in you. You can't sign up for it. Like it's yeah, just. It's uh, well, you, by the way, it would be. It's interesting because I think it would be. It would just be chaos. Because you'd have so many like I don't th- I don't buy that people would have real interactions with each other anymore. Like I wouldn't be they like don't. I'm unhappy with oh, you. It, you'd walk away like, and fuck them over. Hi, right? thank you. The movie right. is very Stepford Wives. Yeah, totally um, everyone's smiley. Everyone's on best behavior. Everyone's in pastel colors because I'm assuming those have been rated the best. Like it's a bunch mm-hmm. of schemers like Tim that figured out what people like and have the, the winners and the losers. The you know algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did an episode of The Orville. Like this, where they go to like the Orville's Star Trek, like kind of rip off, where they go to different planets, and one of the planets they went to, everything was rated like this. Yeah, and one of the guys didn't know that, and like took a picture of like him like dancing next to a statue, and it looked like it was like evocative, and everyone was like, "Who is this guy?" And they started downrating him, mm-hmm. and then he had to go to trial for it. So like, if you got downrated to a certain point, if mm-hmm. everyone hated you, you went to trial, and they would kill you. Holy shit! Yeah, it was kind of crazy. There's a great episode of Black Mirror in this third season that has a Star Trek vibe to it. You need to watch too. I'm oh USS. Catalyst. Catalyst. Maybe I'll start watching it again. Season. You got me. Oh, wait, there, I thought there was only three now. I think there's four. Now. I've seen the most recent season. They just all run together. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. What was your rating, be Tim? I feel honestly I could be pretty high. I think you would be pretty high, honestly. I'm pretty nice to people overall, and I feel like my interactions with services, like I'm never a dick to them. You also like this is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. You and you're like me are a people pleaser. I am. Yeah. You want everyone to be happy. You want everyone to be having a good time. It's true. Constantly worried that what people think about you. It's true. That's very true. That's, that's All true. of this is true. I am to a certain degree until it's time to rage. That degree is <laughs> one degree left or right. It really is. <laughs> I, I, there are so many people out there that are like, Nick, you're the nicest person. I'm like, I am. 
99.9% of the time now and then there's always that one percent of the time where i'm like i feel like i'm being mistreated Mm -hmm. and i am going to take all of my frustration from last year out on you now did you see your brother's instagram from yesterday no i don't know i'll read read it aloud because i i commented like oh that scarpino rage hold on let me get it up here no i met him briefly at kind of funny live too so but i've heard many stories scarpino man on Instagram and I think Twitter too, but it's a photo of Tony's Pizzeria Napolitan, whatever Napolitan, and, and it's me. This is Matt, Matt Scarpino. Me. Uh, we have one more joining us. My server. No, we have a time limit, Matt. Then <laughs> I will never come back to this fucking place ever again. <laughs> a dialogue between him and the restaurant. Oh he told me this full story, and to be fair, it it seemed weird. But I feel like it just seemed like neither of the parties were communicating with each other because I guess the place is small and a lot of people come in and out of it. Yeah, they didn't communicate to my brother that you can't. It's not. It's not the kind of restaurant where you can be there for two hours and you've eaten with my brother. Yeah, he likes to slow play oh, food. He slow plays like, like he I've is never a seen lion before. and they're a dying deer and he just waits there and just picks at it like and they had a friend it's just not the right restaurant. But also again another one of my pet peeves I don't like being told no by a server. If I'm at your restaurant if I'm patronizing your restaurant. You gotta. You're supposed to provide an experience for me, like above and beyond. And if you're like, nah, we can't do that. I'm like, well, you just told me to fuck off and not so many words. Where you wanted to buy a lot of their stock or like at a pizza place and buy a bunch of pizzas, and they're like, we can't do that. We'd be out. It's like, yeah, but I'm literally buying all your pizzas right now. Hold on, you're done for the day. (laughs) I'm gonna take a step back. In what scenario were you buying buying a pizzeria out? This slice is delicious. Give me all the pizzas. Like if if you're an RTX production and like we need like like 30 pizzas for the crew right now. Like we've ordered like five, six pizzas. I, I, I get it. I remember we bought an excessive amount of McDonald's one time and they made us wait like an we had to hour. negotiate. We had yeah. to negotiate. Well, how many can you make? Yeah. The they're like, we asked for 50 like double cheeseburgers and they're like, oh, we can't do that. We're like, how many can you make? And they're like, 35. And yeah, we're like, arbitrary 35. I was like, great. Sure. We'll take 35. <laughs> so here's what... And then Ashley Jenkins sat in one of them. Real quick. That <laughs> yeah, was awesome. What? It's a we'll long tell you story. that story okay. later. <laughs> here, so again, the Scarpino man conversation ended and here's where it gets interesting for Greg Miller. Oh, Lord. Hashtag fuck little Tonys. <laughs> Hashtag real Italians care. Now, there's a lot of comments here. Me, the Dat Scarpino rage, somebody hashtag midlife baller. No one tags Tony's Pizza. But three hours ago, they found it in comments. Oh, no. Hey, Matt, sorry you didn't stick around to try our pizzas. We have policies in place so we can seat guests quickly and efficiently. Having late arrivals essentially is cutting in front of our wait list. We understand it's frustrating, but our wait time can sometimes get up to three hours, and it's what works best for our small establishment. Nice pick of our sign, though. And if you come back to see us, afternoons during the week are less busy, especially at the bar. Cheers. Good please, on you, Tony. Please, please do not. <laughs> please do not tell my brother aggressive. that they responded to that because there's a good possibility he will throw a brick through their window now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight Scarpino rage with anything more than more rage. If you fight it with kindness, you're gonna get just a turtle of a shit. Are you responding right now? I'm trying to find the right emoticon to put on that one. I Pro- believe the word is emoji. Emoticon. I'm gonna rate you. Don't rate me low for that. See, that's the thing is, I'd have little stuff like that. I think I'd be a strong three point eight five eight seven. Still low. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I think where it gets interesting, and they didn't explain well enough in their little black mirror thing, Mm. is are we rating based on proximity? 
Are the, are, is our audience watching us and rating us well, based the on the thing. content we're making? They could also rate your posts online. Oh, that's right. And could. that affects they your could. score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For everything. Oh, man, shit posts would be... And see, that thing is like, it was like, you know, in the sh- in the episode, she goes, Bryce Dallas Howard goes to the coffee shop that you were talking about, mm-hmm. sits down, takes this cookie, takes a perfect bite, puts it down, Instagrams the photo, spits out the bite. And like, she's just trying to make the perfect Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And there are people that do that. I respect that. I'm one of them. I yeah. respect You ever seen that. what I'm doing? You ever seen these photos no, I'm taking at PSV? Eat, I'm you kidding. Eat the, you eat oh, I dog. eat whatever. Yeah, you pet that dog. <laughs> whatever I take a photo you of, actually I'm pet eating. the dog. Yeah. <laughs> There's people who make a living off that stuff, though. Yeah. Like food bloggers. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I went to a lunch one time last year, actually, for South by Southwest with a group of food bloggers. Oh, it's got to be and annoying. And it was at a restaurant. And so they would bring all the dishes out. And, you know, me being the fucking pig i am go in and grab something and they're like oh <gasps> hold on and literally for no joke 12 to 13 minutes adjust oh could you move that flower vase over here all of them probably like 10 girls or so mostly just all moving things around taking photos asking Food's someone cold. to light something it's their the thing, girls man. on the bachelor after the bachelor need to do something that's what they do <laughs> That's they make a living off of it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I was starving the whole time. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. I didn't get to eat anything. But now but when that, you decide, that meal is immortalized on Instagram. Right. When you decide to step up your Instagram game, though, like I have, You've been there are it. things that fall to the wayside. You have to sit there and yeah, you know what I mean? You put a lot of effort into Instagram. I see you liking every post. Well, that's not effort. That's just I'm on Instagram a lot. I know. I know. Effort is like... I've had to stop myself and, and be like, I'm only going to like things that like... That I like. That I like. <laughs> oh, I do that too. But yeah. see, no, I'm not. That's the thing, and that's what I find interesting about Instagram. When we had Meg on, Meg Turney, we were talking to her about Instagram stuff, mm-hmm. and it's the weird thing of, I already follow you, so I already like your stuff, but I already do. But then it's like when I'm, I, I find myself being such a benevolent god as I look through it. I'm like, this isn't the content I want. And then meanwhile, when I put up a photo, and it's like me, a selfie of me. Jen and Porty, all that stuff fucking kills. But when I put up a cooking with Greggy photo and it like struggles to a thousand likes, I'm like, what the fuck do you people want? I'm like, I know what you want, but then it's also then it's this push and pull of like, what what do I want my feed to be versus what you want it to be? And then I I I reflect back on all these like stupid cosplayers I follow because I follow tons of cosplayers. This guy does amazing Spider Mans, right? And then when he puts up a photo of him in a suit, I'm like, fuck off. Who are you? I don't want to see you in a black tie. Fucking dress up as Spider Man, asshole. That's why you always got to be all across the board like me. Never be consistent with your posts. <laughs> Always give the give people something unexpected. Welcome to my world. Exactly. That's the thing. I feel like you guys would all, like you two, would be really, really good at it. I think, you two. I think all three of you would be. Okay. But specifically because I work with these guys and I'm around them 24-7 yeah. to a point, almost to a nauseating point. You guys just legitimately enjoy it. Like there is yeah. a, yes, it's a job. But there's also a part of you guys that just naturally goes, hey, I want to share my life with these people. And I want to do it in a way that's, inter- oh, look at you. I want that shirt. I ripped um, up my shirt. It's, it's just what's good. I didn't know what I was wearing. <laughs> it's what's good. <laughs> game shirt. But it's just I love the fact that kind of funny new Letterman jacket. You pop yeah. it off. Kind of funny.com slash store soon. Eventually. <laughs> There's a plan. Uh, no, yet. but I think you guys would. I mean, you guys just naturally gravitate towards telling telling stories about your life mm. online. And I think that's what I have the hardest time with is I just there's every post that I do. I don't struggle with it, but I put it up there and I'm like, oh, like if I saw me post this, I'd be like, you fucking asshole. I, like the amount of times doing? I post things, I'm like. Everyone must hate me, and I understand it. All Why? I do, what do you all post? I do on social media. This is a Tim Gettys trend. If you haven't already noticed, if you follow me at Tim Gettys, you probably should follow me. If you don't, uh, to get this quality content, uh, always be selling. Um, ABC. I just whatever I'm doing, I don't need. It's a shout out to the thing. 
I had Chinese food a couple nights ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. My tweet was, shout out to Chinese food. And That's that tweet is fucking real. Though. That tweet was so good that when it popped up, things you missed 22 hours ago, I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm, that's a good yeah, one. You, like, you did like it. it. Yeah. But, so, honestly, shout out to Chinese food. And it's funny because I don't think about it. That's just at that moment. That's how I was feeling because Emmy's Chinese food on Ocean. Oh. God damn. Uh, but the thing is, if I were to look back at my Twitter account, I pay you all my most popular tweets were just me saying shout out to different things that I like in my life. But that's the way it should be, right? I, it, I, it took me a long time to understand the difference between Instagram and Twitter. Obviously, that sounds stupid, but the fact that you are cultivating a different audience in the way that like something that I, it does really well on my Instagram account, if I bring it over and it doesn't do well on Twitter, it's because on Twitter, it actually is for me at least. People want just the shower thoughts. Those are the ones that do the best for yeah, me, right? Totally. When I was like, I have a confession to make. I like onions now. Like, they it want was like, things that are relatable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, they just want that at a pass. Whereas Instagram is like the window into my life, but it, you know, it's the certain aspects that do better than other aspects, which is weird. And that's why, I don't, and I mean, like do you say, I, somebody said, I try real hard at Instagram. I don't like that. I don't try real hard. I enjoy Instagram. I enjoy exploring as a platform. You're a heavy user of Instagram. You work really hard. He tries real hard. I don't know. I don't like that. Like I work hard on it. I think yeah. it's. I like. And I okay. like building. I like good photos, especially of the food I'm cooking or whatever. You, but even though they don't perform, I'm going to continue to put those up. There, you definitely right? put a lot of effort into curating your Instagram. Sure, I have I deleted videos because it gets because that's the thing. The uh, uh, I've learned early on that when we make like an infographic and put it up on Twitter of like, hey, Barb's coming on the show or whatever. If I put that on Instagram, like you're fu- nobody fucking likes that. No, they don't give a nobody fuck. wants that no shit. We're not promotion. here for your promotional like, shit. Like, We're here for your likes on that, and then everything else is over twelve. And so now what I like to do because I'm a psychopath, and this is actually a fun little thing. Oh, uh, I'm bring Aaron Porter into the conversation. What I like to do is on my Instagram when I go in and you know you click on your profile and you can click uh, to see all your posts. Mm-hmm. When I go into the tiled effect there. I'll scroll back and scroll out, right? I'm like, all right, that's that's attractive. I like that. Yeah, but then I'll get colorful. to that, like that black video there, which was an ad for the PlayStation you know VR you can show. Change the thumbnail. I'm gonna delete it. What? You on can Instagram? Se- you could select a thumbnail Since on Instagram when? all the time when you're uploading it. Game changed. Well, I'm deleting it all the same because I don't like that black thing, right? You there. also Bam, don't have to done. delete it. You could just archive it, so it stays literally just behind a wall. No one Social can see media it, but manager, you still have it. Community that's manager, really good. But again, I don't know. What do you nowadays? I don't even know. I'm just I don't want to underplay it, but. I'm director. Director. Well, that's all smart. But what I actually did instead was I started ordering Aaron Porter to put one frame of a thumbnail in the front of every smart. video so it doesn't look like that. That's anymore. a Tim Getty shit. That, Tim that's old school Tim Getty shit. Yeah. But no, yeah, you, you can totally just, when you upload a video, Select on the bottom video. right, there's a, I think it's called frame. You just scroll through. You click it. And you oh, fuck my goat ass. What are you at on Good <laughs> lord. Uh, 6718. Garbage. So close, so cl- Somebody nothing. please follow our game over great. 60. We, we're like, a lot of people He's need desperate. to follow me. 1.5k people away. so hard. Dude, Instagram's fu- it's I fucking, fucking demoralizing <laughs> to try and grow on Instagram. Instagram's difficult. It's so hard. Yeah. You have to actually make good content, I or feel. Have and I'm not good at that. Big tits. I don't have That's that helpful. either. Well, yeah. I'm getting there. Oh, no, oh my I don't, god! I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, Those move on their own. Yeah, yeah, they do. Same watch. I can. I just blink. There god, I don't see. Here's the thing: is nasty. he's blinking at me, winking at me, winking with yeah. the wrong side for you guys to see, and with this wrong. <laughs> you can, oh, you can see it on the screen. You see it. You can see it. Oh yeah! Oh my god! He's not the mind It really does. I'm tired today. I'm so fucking tired of that. Dude, Craig, you missed it. We went to lunch yesterday. Fucking, I don't remember the context, but at some point, Nick was like, yeah, man, you know what I realized recently? Like, I'm just getting old. 
was just Damn, like, we expected on. anything Aww. else but that. Well, see, this morning we were age. sitting around talking to everybody out in the in the back room there, or whatever, and Andy was talking about like how he's working on thumbnails and he's changing the thing. He's like, I don't know, man. It's just been a long week. I'm like, it's 10:30 on Tuesday. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's like, I mean, it's been a long month. Well, <laughs> like, we yeah. just did, we did that thing where Tim and I did a shoot on Sunday, and I forgot how hard it is to shave mm-hmm. a day off your weekend, mm-hmm. and then not only shave a day off your weekend, but like work the entire day because I did a couple mics afterward. Oh yeah, and uh, I just I'm like, fuck. Why did I Why did I commit? To this Oscars watch along party, and by commit, I'm like, why am I? Why did I? I'm why am I the person that has to plan this party? I hate it when doing things is fun, and seeing <laughs> your friends too. is fun. Mm-hmm. But it's that I hate the past, Greg. Whenever I get to the precipice of like, oh fuck. Somebody's coming over tomorrow. I got to fucking cook for Xavier yep. goddamn Woods tomorrow. Fuck. I want to play Monster Hunter, but I can. Fr- I'm going to have a great time. Oh, and yeah. I love him and all this stuff. But it's like, yeah. why the fuck did I say I was going to do that? Every time there's a trip coming up or us going somewhere, there like, is no I hate feeling. Rooster Teeth. Why am I going there? How dare you? There's How no you better say? feeling, though, when you make plans with someone or like they make plans oh, with you. Oh, my God. You, they cancel. And then they call you and they're like, yeah, or text you, like, hey, I'm not actually going to be able to make it. And I'm like, oh. No. Damn we it. tried. Yes. So good. I love Put it. Put on my pajama pants instantly. Oh. It's that. so good. I love that feeling. Especially like there are moments where you know you're like, I just don't want to go to this thing. And yeah. then you see that and it's like part of you is just like, well, it's two, it's twofold. This part of you is like, thank God I don't have to go to this. But the other part of you is like, what's wrong with me? You want to hang out with me? Mm. Oh, God. I like, you're not cool enough to hang out with me? I don't, yeah, I don't do dick, that for a no. second. I'm just like, oh, cool. They don't want to go. You guys I don't really want to go either. Yeah, my natural state is to be in Dram Drams on me my too. couch. Here's, uh, here's a little story for you. Tim, it's about a little Greg Miller. Fuck. Nick, you might want to keep Here this free documentary. Go. Growing up, mm-hmm. I'd go to the Catholic school, as they say. You know, mm-hmm. K through 12th grade. Mm-hmm. When I would come home, from, and I go in uniform, if, the, if you're not familiar. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, in, as, a, as a little boy, it's the, the fucking, like, it's starchy when you first get it. Blue shirt. It's literally, it's literally designed. Oh, you're doing camera stuff. Blue, light blue shirt. You'd like it. Mm-hmm. Button up. And then it's the navy slacks. High school is pretty much the same. Yeah. But what I would do and that my friends found weird is that when I would come home from school, they would, you know, when they came home from school, they're home, they're out of their uniforms, into their jeans, into yeah. their shorts, into whatever. It's nothing like taking that bra off. The end of exactly. The I came home and wore the uniform <laughs> until I went to bed. I never got into this coming home and changing out of the uniform. You would I, just stay in it? I would unbutton the shirt and I had an undershirt on and then I would just fucking do whatever I was doing. Draw comics, watch, play video games, that hang sounds- out. That oh. sounds... Hey it man, it's just it, of it, you know I I think I'd do well in prison, and this is one of the many examples of it. So, Greg Miller, jump ahead to I don't know, five months ago or six months <laughs> oh, ago. Oh shit! Okay, little Greg Miller grew up living with this lady Jean Vieve Saint Ange, uh-huh. right? And finally, at some point, she looks over at me on a Saturday night or whatever, Friday. Friday night. She's just like, "Why are you still wearing your jeans?" Yeah, and I was like, "What would you have me wear?" And she's like, sweatpants, like you know, like athletic pants, like those joggers, joggers Tim has. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't own those. He's like, you have no long cloth pants that aren't jeans or like slacks. I'm like, no. And so she ordered me a pair of Adidas sweatpants, and now I wear those quite often. There you go. And, and that's they're the very good. Then they take over your life, life and then you want to wear them always. And that yeah. was the problem. Is like for a while they were missing. 
Are they in the dirty bin? Are they in the giant pile of clean clothes? They portillo them. Nobody knew. Who knew? And we finally, and it was upsetting to be in the jeans and realize how hot I was. Because I run hot in general. You know this from this morning. I was telling you when we were outside, I was just sitting there in a t-shirt, no jacket. Yeah, insane. I, I get home, I cook, I clean. Jen just sitting there eating bonbons, not doing a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. I sit down next to her, I'm all sweaty, and I didn't realize I'm locking in the heat with the jeans. Whereas these sweatpants I have, they'd be fine. Now, do I have athletic shorts, the Mizzou shorts? Of course. But sometimes well, that's the thing, you put the them problem. on, that's too much. I'm chilly now. I'm showing off way too much thigh. Sometimes you don't want your whole leg exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to have a pair of Tostino's sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Colin mocked me into not wearing them anymore. Mm-hmm. They just oh, you did have they those Tostinos. Like, they were like triple XL. They were obnoxious, dude. Those things are so. Which ones were these? Tostinos. The, they remember when Tostino sent us like a jumpsuit of like random ass. Mm-hmm. Mold, like it was such clear marketing stuff. Like it kind of looked like you know the little triangle things on the top of a taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine if that ad was just sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Like that's that's wow. what it was. What's weird about you, Greg, is I've known well, you. What's weird? I've about known me. you. Almost a decade now, it feels like. I think it might be almost, almost 2010. March so. 1st is my 11th year in the industry in San Francisco. Yeah, so I've known you since 2010. And uh, for some reason, I've seen you go through many different variations sure. in your life. Sure. The whole, sure. you know, uh, the chemo stuff or beards. Like there's great been, face, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You should do more of that. I mean, the the chemo was for, for a year. He was. He was like a lot there. of different shit happened, right? Mm-hmm. But when I close my eyes and I yeah, think, tell me what you like. When I think Greg Miller, what do you see? It's you in those goddamn yellow Mizzou shorts. Oh, yeah, the Mizzou like, shorts. That is that is you in your element. I don't yeah, think yeah. that will ever change in my no. in my life. I you remember in college, like sophomore junior year, my friend was talking to his girlfriend at the time, and aim as you do. I remember aim. And there was some little game they were doing back and forth of like not a get to know you, but something similar. They already knew each other, obviously. Yeah. And one of the things he threw out was like. What three words to describe Greg Miller, right? And and she was like yellow Mizzou shorts. No, she was. Well, we all went to Mizzou, <laughs> so we it. I was in my people there. She's like okay, okay. graphic T-shirt, jeans. Or maybe it was four jeans, Converse, black black room glasses. And I've held that now for like three decades. You're like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. I am very much your yeah your Millhouse or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I have a style and I'm sticking with it. I love it. I won't change for nothing. Greg Miller. It is. It is coming up. Greg Miller. Andy Cortez walked into the room. Hi, Andy Cortez. Andy, did you watch Black Mirror? Yes. You remember the episode no where uh, she ha- everybody gets raided? Yes. Come here and tell me what your rating would be if that was real, if that was happening right now. What would the what would you be rated right now? Out of five? Yeah. It'd be my Uber score. I'd be like 4.8, 4.86. You think so? Oh, yeah. I See, what I'm saying, that would play into it quite a bit. Thank you, Cooler. Ve- here's, here's why I say that. Please land on me. Because I am, um, I am like way too courteous to, like, for, like, I'm way too considerate whenever... I don't ever want to fuck anybody's thing up, right? Sure. So, like, even if I'm at a store, at a like a I don't know grocery store, and somebody like an employee's trying to put something away, I'm like, I always feel like I'm in the way. Like, oh, sorry, go sorry, ahead, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. yeah. I'm like, like ding, 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 yeah. Ding, I always yeah. feel like I'm fucking there. I just want to get out of people's way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That or I just stay indoors all the time and I just you know. See what would be helpful, I think, on a lot of our. Here's the thing. Of course, we're talking. We're bringing in the social media content. Mm-hmm. Andy puts up a lot of garbage. Just a lot yeah, of fucking. But garbage. social media also gets raided. So that would but that would bring him though. down it's to some extent. To so, I would be rating him down all the time. Some extent. Oh, oh I'd be. I'd be Four point eight six. Bring him back up. Yeah. Uh, but what it would play to our favorites, of course, is what how kind of funny it works, and we're the small thing. You know what I mean? A small thing of passionate people. Mm-hmm. We'd all be rating. They'd all all the people watching me. We'd be stacked. Me. I'd be I'd be like, oh hey, that MC Fixer kid, five stars over in the UK. And over there, the queen would be like, oh, I got no five stars for MC Fixer. Yeah. 15 <laughs> horse equipment. 
<laughs> but then you yeah. have plenty of people who also hate on you. But that's the thing is, I don't think, mm. like, don't get me but wrong. Always it. We definitely have trolls. Average, and that's the big thing. This is a good call. This would I'm be the lowering. big thing. Ooh, 4.85. What, what is your Uber score? My Uber score? Yeah, oh, God, this is going to be horrible. I'm 4.85. You're 4.86. Mine's 4.86. Me and Andy, I see on, me and I Andy as the exact same person. I want to know Our score would be exactly the same. Super, it's it's lower. It's, don't even worry. Four People six. hate me on Uber. I'm an asshole. Jesus. Let me, where Hold do on. you see it? Right. Uh, up, there up, it is. 4.82. And Greg Miller, 4.88. No oh. big deal, everybody. Okay. I'm going to no put it to you out there. This is why rating scores are stupid as shit, because it's always 4.8. So right there, I'd put it down. I'd go to Amazon's a 4.8. You don't have a 4.8. They have really bad scores. Yeah. Whatever, oh, four and a half. Who fucking cares? I think I got rated super Cooper, low one time. I don't remember anymore. Go it check like, it. It was like 4.94 or something. I got rated really low one time, I think, because I had a friend in an Uber with me who threw up. Mm, that'll so do I it. I've had that too. The yeah. Uber guy. It's not fun for Really? Yeah, it was one time. It was pretty bad. I took care of it, though. Sure. It was not fun. But Yeah, I never thrown up in an Uber. I have passed out. And then I try to get out of the phone. And he's up 4.88. I try to get out of the car, and the guy grabbed me, and he's like, you still have my phone. Because my phone was dead, and I asked to use his to order pizza. And the guy was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was fine. And then I, I think I won points in the Uber, uh, you know, like, bonus round, right? Mm -hmm. In the fact that I, when I come to work, or, and I, uh, if I have to take an Uber, I bring a coffee usually, right? And so sure enough, this guy was going and bumping all over the place, and I spilled some coffee on the back of his seat, right? Eww. Cloth seats. I know, I know, Eww. I know. And it, I didn't notice it at first, honestly. And so I opened the door, and he's like, turn, he's like, all right, see, and he's like, what happened? And I was like, what? And I'm like, oh, there's like a wet room. I'm like, did this, was this not here before? He's like, no, I had a ride before this. It wasn't here before. I'm like, I'm so sorry, dude. And I busted on my wall and gave him 20 bucks. He's like, well, I didn't meet. And I'm like, no, I, it's my fault. I didn't. And he's like, he was like so ready for someone to fight him on it, be an asshole. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Here you go. Yeah. I wish I could do more for you. He's like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. I'm like, all right, see you later. <laughs> now, maybe I got taken for a ride. You did. He turned around real quick. Uber. He went, blah, I threw water on the floor. Oh, I see what you did that. Yeah. Guy. You've ruined Uber, Greg. Yes, I have. I don't know if we've talked about this story. Have we? No, I don't, I don't think we have. I don't want to be repeating podcasts here. Uh, Greg, yeah, that would be the first time. Greg, Greg Miller. Let me tell you about Graham Miller. Ubers way too much. <laughs> Not anymore. I've been monster. better. I've been better. You've been better. You've been biking. Yeah, you've Ubered Uber. enough. You've Ubered to this place more than any of us have. Right. That's right. And it's frustrating. Yeah, it is. Because Greg is so picky about a little tiny ass bullshit in, in very similar similar Nick ways. Like I, I but I'm the good, eye, I'm the pro side of his cons. I'm making eye contact with you as if you're gonna relate. You're not gonna relate. It's good to be picky. The, our studio has really weird streets. A weird street system mm -hmm. in front of us where mm -hmm. most of the streets there's only room for traffic one way, but it's designed for traffic two ways. It doesn't make any sense. Uh for Ubers to pull over, if they were to pull over, that's stopping traffic. So instead of just stopping traffic for just one second, hopping out of the car, or, you know, planning ahead of time, telling you or whatever, hey, a block away, I'm going to need to get out. It's going to be a quick thing. Pull over, bop, bam, you're good. I don't want no. to be rushed. I don't want to be rushed. Greg Miller wants to take his sweet-ass time, so he tells them to drop him off a block and a half away. Go up a block and a, a block. A Is block. that why we walked so far this morning? Go walk so far. You crossed the street, and you took a right, and you were there. A block? Across the street, all right? It's a, it's a big street. You can see it's it from the, the window. That you will never cross. Oh, that's a scary street. It's a scary street, it's man. It's a scary street. There's like just cars coming. Oh, there's man. hills and stuff. It's crazy. You have done this so much <laughs> that Uber... I've been to Uber in my will. Uber thinks yeah. that our address is over there. Yeah. So every time I Uber here, every time any of us Uber here, every time guests Uber, 
when Michael Huber from Easy Allies came, he got That's left out. He's like, where the fuck am I? Like, there's a bunch of houses around yeah. here. Now, yeah. you're... You ruined it. I fixed it. Three points You did not fix you. You did not fix it. for you, Greg. Where are the 30-second reviews? 2.0 for you. All right? No. It's, yeah, the fact... No. The problem with Uber... Or any Lyft or anybody, anybody used to drive, right? Is they, they have a one track mind of get you to the destination, and stop. And they are robots that power down. And so, yeah, the problem is when they used to drop me off right in front of the office, they blocked that lane of traffic there. People are honking and freaking the fuck out. They drive, if they come this way, like you're saying, and they turn instead of dropping me off at the stop sign, they block the other corner up here. They freak out, everything mm -hmm. else. I don't want to get fucking rear ended. So now when we get up to that spot, I just eventually said to them, Hey, just drop me off at the stop sign. Hey, just drop me off at the yeah. stop sign. Hey, and then Uber was eventually like, fuck, I guess this is their address. <laughs> and I didn't changed know it, it for does everybody. that where it just I didn't either until it did. Because it doesn't make sense. An address day. is an address. You shouldn't be able to change an address. <laughs> one day I was like, oh, this is cool. I looked at the thing. I'm like, oh, it's just dropping off. Where I it's not like we right. type in kind of funny and yeah. it senses here. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. And like, well, you hear, you're saying you're, I didn't nice know you're afraid of this street. I love it. That's smart. I love it. Because you know what Greg Miller loves a lot is asserting his dominance over bad drivers oh. and so i'll tell you yeah when you we get to that section here's, i'll do that thing we get that intersection hold on let me let me let me go let me go free ball go in clip here. it yeah where you'll get to that set i'll get to that street corner and i'll wait and i'll see the cars coming and one's coming and i'll just do that like step and if they they do like the oh fuck i'm like oh and they're really bad about it and i just do the thing where i like take my time and like stare them down i'm like i'm tough I wouldn't fuck with me right now. I look like 6'3", Bigfoot, and I'm mad in the middle of this. Get on the other side Five of the three. Muni. Greg Somebody's fucking coming, car. hanging over. Look at them. They, they're like, hmm. Just walk. You know, I'm not about it. Not about that. Somebody's got to do it. Tell you what almost happened the other day. What almost you almost happened? got run over if by a car? I'm lying, I'm dying. Riding back from Wing Wings on our bikes. Me and Jen. Jen and I. I apologize, everybody. Uh, we're on Irving over there in the sunset. Mm -hmm. Coming up. Car turn signal on. There's no stop sign, but it stopped trying to get ready for the turn. People are on the crosswalk, right? Jen and I are riding up another car behind it. No turn signal. We are coming up. The car turns. Great. We start riding alongside the car with no turn signal. They start to turn. And Jen's in front. Now, you don't fuck with my lady. I'm not about this at all. You know what I mean? Because I, I, she's out there riding. She thinks everybody's all Canadian and nice to her. I guess America's not like that. They will fucking kill you. Yep. Kill you. Yep, yep, yep. Camping, they camping, start camping. to turn. She pulls up and has to do like the ew, like the jerk move or whatever. And like, oh, they stop. <laughs> she goes around. I roll up and I'm like, oh, the Dolly God. fucking llama can be in this car. I don't give a shit. He's getting a piece of my mind. Roll up and I roll up right behind her and I just lean down. I'm like, use your fucking turn. I didn't even say fucking. I was like, use your turn signal. Old lady uh, sitting shotgun. Uh, slightly less older lady driving. <laughs> They need to learn. Someone's got to teach them. We've coddled them too long, I, these I old know. people. Here, here's the deal. In San Francisco, if you guys are, are uh, not living in a major metropolitan area, you, we will not understand the uh, the war that is raging between bicyclist and automotive driver. Uh Oh, it's gone. Sorry, I, um, I asked Joey to bring Greg's, Greg's helmet so that the people oh, can see what was what was yelling at him. I have an evil can evil helmet. You a long long time ago, it was on uh, one of the morning shows. Signal. Might have been Colin Greg Lifestyle. The thing that I have been uh, feuding with bicyclists in the city over for the last couple months that I've noticed is that uh, stop signs. Mm -hmm. Now I don't mm -hmm. understand why it would not occur to every fucking person who rides a bike in the city to not stop at a stop sign 
And the last three times this has happened where it's my rightful way to go, and I look, and I look, and I see him start to slow down a little bit. I'm like, oh, he's going to stop at the stop sign, which makes sense because I'm already stopped at the stop sign, and mm-hmm. the person in front of him just went. So it's my turn to go clearly by right away. And I start going, and then they start going, and I slam on my brakes, and then they look at me like I'm the asshole. Like, go fucking share the road, bro. You're and I'm to like, like a I car if you're a bike on the road. I want to fucking run you over. I want you That's to know. That's what I want to do. As somebody who's been a driver far longer than a biker in San Francisco, you know what I mean? Or a resident in San Francisco. You're a or a I want to let you know you're I apologize trainer. on their behalf. Thank you. When I drive, I am very much a car. I'm using the fucking hand signals you and shit. It. Like I want I don't want to get hit. And if I do get hit, I want to know it wasn't my fault. Jean-Vier Saint Ange Miller drives me fucking crazy. Cause I ride behind her. Now, granted, if there's other traffic, she'll stop. But if it's like looks clear and she's I'm like, babe, you can't do that. She doesn't signal. Oh. I'm telling you're you right now, if you're, you're, if, you're, if you're riding if you're a bike a car, I'm a car. and you get hit by a car you're because you didn't stop car. at a stop sign, it's your own damn fucking fault. And you should tell all your kids to do the exact same thing because we don't need your stupid fucking bloodline. Well, I mean, the kids could learn. It's going to be the learning gene pool fucking mucking up the works for future generations. That Just keep going. Hard to believe he'd be less than. Three point two. Also, well, if you if you think your kids are gonna do it, just feed them some Tide Pods. Let them have them. Jesus, just put them in their fuck. Put put a bowl of candy. Not even that. Bowl of Tide Pods in front of them. Let them pick. Let them pick. Wait, what was in the other bowl? Candy. <laughs> that looks exactly like Tide Pods. Yeah. Once you bite into it, you have to I find out. I give people so much shit for this Tide Pod thing because I think it's hilarious. But I, we used to buy these like whiteners mm-hmm. that like I picked one up and they're they're gooey feeling, like kind of fluffy feeling, and they smell like fruity candy. And I actually thought, oh, no. I want, I, I wonder what this tastes like. Like I'm a, I'm an adult male, and I, and I'm I'm a smart human being. I'm not stupid. You guys have been around me long. You see me do stupid shit, but shut the fuck up. I literally smelled this thing. And was like, I wonder if this tastes as good as it smells. And I'm like, now I'm making fun of people for fucking eating Tide Pods. Microtopic, what's the stupidest thing you think you've done seen Nick do? Stu- oh, I, I don't know. have a great example. He's like, you've seen me do dumb mean, stuff. We've told the story a million times, but when we were at the party. Which party? <laughs> Midcon. <laughs> oh, Christ. Are you going to stop me? No, I don't know no, the story. Stop. I want to hear it. I don't want to repeat okay, this. Okay. We'll tell you off air. I just did something stupid that I thought was going to be funny, and it was clearly. It's one of those things where I did it. It, it's one of those I don't like, think it's a bad story to tell because it's a learning experience. Of, absolutely. It's a lot like when I'm, I was talking about my dice thing when I went out there. I'm like, oh, this isn't the audience I'm used to playing for. I need to change. I Yeah, I was at, uh, we were at a video. I'll tell the story. Fuck it. Uh, we were at a VidCon, uh, with the, the, the bar party at the Hilton. In the it was our first VidCon, right? And mm-hmm. I. Uh, so to give you context, this is 2012. Oh, we wow. don't. Tim's super young. Nobody really knows him that well. Right. You and I have worked together a long time, but not been partners ever. Gelled, yeah. But we're there because, hey, Greg, you have a YouTube show called Up at Noon. Mm-hmm. We're going to send all of you down there. Eric Hart's schmoozing. Tim will be there because he convinced everyone to go to VidCon. He'll be the one to <laughs> identify people and tell you he's totally Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah. Or no, from, uh, Buster from like Veep. This, um, this is, this is, this this is I, Justine. Uh, she does Franco, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this that's is, that's this, from Devil Wears Prada. This is the VidCon that gets yes. me on the gauntlet because I run into mm. Ashley and Bernie there and talk to them yeah. about it. This is the VidCon where Gavin threw up everywhere and ended up in Bernie's room. Oh, right. Uh, in the elevator and he pressed all the buttons. And this yes. is the VidCon that I almost got kicked out of uh, because I was, we, I was, we were just talking to a group of people and I thought we were vibing. I thought I was, I was probably. You were. Feeling it. That's the I, thing. That, I, never, I, I was just that's on the a level. You drinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was Forever. I was drunk and I thought I was like, oh, we're having fun. Everyone's laughing at what I'm talking about. And that's super great. And I just for whatever reason thought it would be funny to take the drink out of a per- the person next to my hand who, who had, we had been talking for like five, ten minutes. I thought we were vibing on that. Took the drink out of hand, sipped it. 
Oh no, I poured you it in poured my it drink. Your glass. And then I handed You're like, it back. I'm out of drink. <laughs> and I did it. And as I did it, I the, uh, all of a sudden the tone changed. Do you, and it was why would this guy fucking? It was just an immediate like break slam. This is an inappropriate thing to do. And I recognized it. And I handed it back. And they were like, um. And I was like. I don't know what I said, but I was very apologetic. I was like, I, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do like that. I just bar? like, uh, no, but I was like, oh, okay. I, I was like, I'm totally going to buy you guys another drink. If it was an open bar and you're like, oh, let me take some of your drink. Cause no, it was just, I was, I, in my brain, I'm like, oh, I'm going to definitely, of course I'm going to buy this guy another drink after yeah. this joke. Like I, I was getting it around for everyone. I just thought it'd be funny, but there was no segue into that. It was just hard stop, hard stop for everyone. And it was it was one of my most embarrassing moments because I there's nothing worse than when something doesn't land and when it doesn't land with a bunch of people who are then like don't know you and then they're offended by it. I was just like and then Tim saw the panic in my eyes where I was like, how do I get out of this well, gracefully? I, and Tim I just like, you realized it was an happening? issue until I like looked at you and I was like, oh, like because things things are, there were other elements at play, but it was also Philip DeFranco's manager. Yeah, that, well, no, not, it was it was his friends. His friend. come. You were talking to Philip DeFranco's manager. You took it out of someone else's hand, who ended up being his friend. Yeah, it was that he was looking after. And it, was it was just was, not. It was it was one of those. I'm like, that'll be funny. And then as I was doing, I'm we've like, all this been is there. Not be we've funny. all done some. Totally. Shit we've all done dumb bullshit. And to, and to the guy's credit, I forget the the gentleman's name, uh, his his old manager's name, but he was like, hey man. That's not cool. And I was like, you're 100% right. I'm so sorry. I apologize to the guy. I'm like, I'm going to eat you guys. And then you apologize to him every VidCon since. <laughs> and he had the second. What's hilarious is I was like, I built it up in my brain. And I was like, oh, he's going to just like hate me. This guy's going to hate me forever. And the next time he saw me, he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, well, you, you have no you idea. 24 hours oh, later. God. No, I mean, a year later when I saw him at VidCon again, he had no recollection of me whatsoever. Zero. You're that fucking guy that took half my drink. You son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. It's I one of those, able to enjoy those, a drink since. Well, it's just one of those reminders that like you build things up in your brain, and then it's like, how egotistical are you? This that you think this guy would be like seething at the fucking like brim br- or brimming over with rage that like for a year straight he's been thinking about how this guy disrespected. He didn't fucking think about it. One you disrespect my that. family. None of those people think about that anymore, but I do because it's an indelible mark on an otherwise sterling reputation that I have in social circles. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> That is an embarrassing thing that I've done for sure. Nick? Yes. What's your top? Achievements. Ooh, like Xbox and Hunters? trophies? A p- perfect example. What do you guys view as achievements? Mm. Uh, for context, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm not a very materialistic person, but I know that some people view the acquisition of certain items as an achievement. Mm-hmm. And I want to know where you guys come down on this. Um, huh. I've never I, thought about this before. Yeah. But now thinking about it and what I consider to be achievements in my life, I feel like it's things that happen to you or things that you experience that change your life in some way. Okay. Usually, I mean, for the better. Usually in a better way. Yeah. yeah. Improve your life or change your course in Example. some capacity. Starting always open. Mm-hmm. I, one of my Huge biggest achievements, achievement. I think, at Rooster Teeth. Because I think yeah. since we've known you, you've been talking about wanting to do a show at Rooster Teeth yeah. and workshopping. And you guys have like a pilot kind of program, right? Or like where you submit and people have to back it. It's been a while yeah, since I remember. Yeah, it has to remember. get greenlit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go through a bunch of different processes and stuff. You have to do pilot episodes. Yeah, the whole yeah. shebang. Um, and doing always open is something that I never thought I'd be able to do. Um, something that has definitely changed my life for the better change the course of my future and what I feel like I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, another achievement for myself would also be co-directing RTX. Mm. Something I never thought I'd be able to do. Huge something one. that has given me a lot of knowledge and experience in something. So, your other co-director at one point was Gus, right? Gus like Cirola. So basically no you were director work. of RTX. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you had Gus in the mix, you're actually taking two. one person away uh, with right. Gus. God bless him. Yeah, he's like a negative person. No, I'm just kidding. Greg, how do you see achievements? 
because you are not a very materialistic person. You like what you like. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that I, I've noticed one thing about you, and this is something that inspires yeah, me. Yeah, I like as far Funko as Pops, all right? Don't get on my back about it. I'm not your wife. I'm not going to get on your back. I don't have to live around those fucking things. So you can fill a whole room one day when you have a house with Funko Pops and just roll around in them naked for all I give a shit. And when Pergillo pisses on one of them, you just oh, can right. be like, whatever. We'll be lucky. Um, but no, you're not a person that necessarily gravitates toward the materialistic side of achievements, right? Sure. And, and what I mean by that is, like, um, you, I've never heard you be like, I gotta go out there and get a fucking Porsche or, like, a fancy car sure. or I need to, like, uh, get those Yeezys or any of those things. Um, I think you are one of the kinds of people that I think is doing it right in which you're, like, an achievement for you is the journey. An achievement for you mm. is the thing that you get to do. Uh, the, the Living in a good apartment with your wife, I think, is the reward for that sure. in a lot of ways. That's right? a good way to put it, yeah. So it's um, something you've worked hard on, essentially, to achieve something. Yeah. yeah, the achievements you're putting out, like of a car, this or that, I mean, like material, I think... I think everybody has something like that, but it maybe not an achievement in terms of... I think when I, when I when you say achievement, mm-hmm. you're like when we did the pre-show, I'm like, what topic? And you're like, I'm going to talk about achievements. Okay. I, yeah, I'm thinking more of life milestones yeah, than okay. I am a physical good. But I understand setting the achievement being like, I don't know if he would put this as an achievement in life, right? But like Ryan McCaffrey has been questing for a Tesla forever. Yeah. And now we're getting to where he's actually going to have that. So like but, setting that as the goal and reaching it is an achievement. Right. But that's my question, right? To go, taking into the minutiae of that is getting the Tesla the achievement or is it, or is it all the steps he took? Growing the social, growing the social feeds, mm-hmm. uh, getting to a point where he has that level of visibility in the Tesla community, which I have to imagine there's a Tesla community, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. um, to the point where the people would want to support him, and thereby, uh, you know, going to a, the next level of whatever it is to be an influencer or online personality or journalist or whatever sure. got him to this point is the is the physical thing, the achievement in that case, or is it? All the steps he had to take and the and and make himself better and get stronger and be more resilient and sure. more dedicated. And and the the growth that he achieved in doing all that is that the achievement? I don't know if achievements could be physical, like like a. a well, then they can. Like for instance, thing. like a house is a huge achievement. A child is an achievement, and that's a physical. I feel thing. like it's more like a task you complete. So, uh, but they represent they that. represent something. Because I feel yeah. like you're right. I feel like with everything you're saying about the journey being more important than the destination. Like all you that. see when he says it like that, that means. No, I'm like shaking my head like this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's like, no, that, that's right. But I think that with that and with the because I feel like cars are such a. The easy analog sure. forward of when you're talking about like with the Tesla with Ryan and all that. For me, I remember just with the situation I grew up with where I never thought I was going to ever have a car. And when the time came where it's like our family needed a car because uh, my mom's health issues and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I remember uh, I was 18. I didn't get my license till I was 20. So somewhere around that time, me saving up money and with the money that my mom had to help uh, try to get something going. The first car we were looking into was I had a budget of like two thousand dollars, which is you're not really getting a car. Not going to get you a lot. You're you're getting something that can can move for a month at a time. Then it breaks down. (laughs) Then you have to like. I mean, that was a real thing with my '92 Camry forever. um, R.I.P. And I never thought like I remember wanting. I remember just thinking I was like, "Fuck," or just seven k more than this, I can get that sweet ass Toyota uh, Celica that I want so bad. It's going to be this obnoxious blue, and I can't wait. Uh, and I wanted that so bad, but I was like, that'll never happen. That wasn't even a goal for me. It was just like, that will never happen. And then IGN, kind of funny, everything started. You worked. You needed yeah, a you car, your- worked. All this. The journey happened, not to get the car, but every day I drive my beautiful Toyota Prius C 
in an obnoxious blue. Beautiful is one the, word. God, for it. I love it so much. Um, it's not the Celica, but it's like it's the car I wanted to get, and I got. I was Something able to buy. Of. Very, very proud of it. And when I drive it, it's like it, it's a daily reminder to me of like, holy crap, I can't believe I have this, and I didn't try to get this. Mm-hmm. I tried to just live my life right, right, and it brought me to the place that I never thought that I would be. Mm-hmm. And so to me, like the physical thing is kind of the yeah, yeah. the achievement. It's see, getting yeah. that car. Like pulling that car into my mom's driveway for the first time and seeing her face, that was definitely part of the achievement. Oh, as well. I would have loved to have seen her face the first time you pulled into the neon blue this Prius C. What she was her like, face like this? when you rolled up and turned the base knob up months later and rattled the <laughs> fucking house windows? Years later. All right. Now that's by, an achievement. By the way, there's a documentary I want to watch with you called 808. Have you seen that? No. It's on uh, It's on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's good or not, but it's on cool. Amazon Prime. And it's about the 808 base mm-hmm. and how it like basically changed. Revolutionized. Like revolutionized everything. Yeah. Basically. So there you're going to go. Basically. Ah. She still got it. She still got it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all, folks. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. When you originally said this, mm-hmm. my answer was timely because I was going to say today. I almost cried in the office today. It wasn't a Because today was so amazing on every level of you don't you. I mean, we all only know parts of what anybody's doing at mm-hmm. a day, but Barb's visiting and you guys were doing the morning show. Crushed cool it. Greg was running the morning show out there. Britt and Andrea were getting ready to get kind of funny games daily going. Tim and Joey were hammering out kind of funny prom nonstop. Andy was working on the new PlayStation VR thumbnail template and having a conversation with me about that. I was totally dicking off trying to look busy. Kevin was running around getting ready for the upcoming uh, PlayStation, the the Let's Plays we just did that I don't think we should say anything about. And it was all, it was kind of funny working in a way we work all the time, but not on that many projects seamlessly at the same time. Where everything was going. And when I walked in here, and I guess it was later, but you guys were already had already done your show. When I walked in here and Britt and Andrew were doing kind of funny games daily, and I sat and just sat there and didn't look at them because I don't want them to get like weird. Sat and I don't want to be part of the show. Just sat there and looked away and listened. Like to hear them do like the stupid transition and all the dumb shit that I've just invented to get through the fucking show and transition between things. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, like I, we've always been building something and we've always talked about like, you know, one day I'll transition into the wall well, transition into the background in some respects and hopefully I have other employees that do this or do that. Like watching someone run games daily without me. I mean, period. But have me be in the office and do my stupid shit. And tomorrow it's Jared and Witta when we record this. Like today was an achievement in terms mm-hmm. of like, wow, we were four morons who quit our jobs and worked out of a spare bedroom, <laughs> yeah. right? And like now well, it's now all living this. beyond you. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, right? And seven morons. <laughs> 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 but it was like, uh, you, I don't, it's weird to, I, I couldn't f- figure out, I tweeted about it, but I don't think I did it justice. I'm just like, I feel like I got a glimpse at my legacy today. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. they, don't get me wrong, like I, I consider beyond and up at noon and everything I did at IGN is part of that. But we didn't, I, well, beyond, I, I, whatever. It wasn't an invention from the ground up, and it definitely is an invention that I left and they kept the same template. Whereas, like, if I leave tomorrow, hope, if die tomorrow, again, if I die on camera, show it to everybody. Oh, that's getting the views. millions of views. Yeah, yeah, we're going to monetize the show. But I mean, like, It'll I figure the Roper Report will always like be there. Like everything else we do. <laughs> same 9.5K we get in the market. Uh, so today was super special. You know I agree. I, mean? I agree. And that's the thing I, I, I think about, too, is that, like I'm, I'm probably, I would probably say I'm the most materialistic person out of the group. You I would like imagine. a pristine car. 
I like a pristine car. I, I like the nicer things. Like I, I, I have my eye watches. on things that I want. I have watches, things like that. Like I, when I dream about getting a new car, I think about getting something fancy and cool and like but sporty like, and fun. I feel like that's just you putting it in a different category, right? Like with Jen and I playing Monster Hunter, like insane people side by side. Sure. It is this thing of now where it's like, oof, I got to get another TV. Because, like, we're using the two TVs, but it's my old plasma that I bought for GTA 4. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fuck, that thing looks like shit next to my newer TV. But if I'm getting another TV, they need to match. And if I'm, <laughs> so I need whatever other TV I get, I need so to have it match that one. And then I need two entertainment centers that match so they're side by side and look great. Because right now it's on a fucking rickety it's Ikea. Cute. Like, it's cute, like but that, it's like I want it to have a unified look to sure. it. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that thing of like, I just don't want, you know, I don't want to pull Go the trigger on that. You want to know how crazy in my brain it cut to you as like Commissioner Gordon. You're like, I don't know what to do. And you throw up the bat symbol and it's that shot from uh, Batman Returns where he looks up and it's so obviously like a light yeah, that hits him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, Imagine anyone else just there. Tim like, I've been called. And, yeah, and yeah. then you guys meet at Best Buy and Tim's like, no, no, you will give us the top of the line Samsung for I'll less money. I'll the day, Greg, that you come to it's me and you're like, Tim, outside. help me. What yeah. TV do I buy? I love Sheik's it. Junior hit me up. He's trying to give me the hookups. Good. He'll I, hook you up. I'll I tell you what to get. And I got you super mad the other day because yeah. I just Googled the TV I already own. Because I'm happy with the other TV I own. Not the, not the, the old you one. You are breaking his heart. Let me talk. Don't even say it. 4K's a fad. 4K's a fad. It's Tim. not going to be around forever. My I games hate, look fine. I don't do it to so Tim. Much. Don't do this to Tim. I have no opinions one way or the other. <laughs> if you saw my TV, that would change. <laughs> it's a religious experience. No opinions one way or the other. I am neutral. Switzerland. Huh? Switzerland. Oh, you're doing no, some Captain America. Yeah, Switzerland. Some yeah. Stanley Tucci. Mm -hmm. yeah, Stanley yeah, Tucci. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, so you I don't think materialistic is limited to you. Like, I think about, man, one day I'm going to pull the trigger and do all this shit. Sure. Sure. And, and I get that. But I mean, I think to me, I think my argument still stands, which is that, like, and this, well, actually, it's not necessarily an argument. It's just kind of how I'm, I'm trying to look at life right now. Because as I do things every night, as we build this, and it's the slow grind. Like I look at those opportunities I have to buy myself something as the reward for sure. the things that with all the hard work we all put into this. And but then I look back like travel is a perfect example where like uh, once a year I like to take my wife somewhere. She loves traveling. And to her being able to travel to different countries is a huge achievement. To me, being able to grow a business that allows us to do that on a yearly basis is the achievement for me. Mm -hmm. The icing on the cake is that I get to spend time with my wife in a cool country and, sure. and pretend like I'm a, a tourist and a stranger and well, I don't have to pretend like I'm a tourist. I'm a fucking tourist. Clearly. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're staying like, downtown America coming out and being yeah. like, Americans. Yeah. Um, I guess but, it depends what your intention is when you're working on something. Right. Like, is my sure. intention to build a business big enough where I could afford these luxuries? Or is it to just work on whatever so I could travel? You know, like... It, mm, it, I guess that's a good point. It depends so, yeah, on how to you my, go about To my it. wife, that's, I think, what it is. To her, it's like she... And not to use the old parlance of, like, the difference between, quote-unquote, Europeans and Americans... Uh, which I think is lessening as the years go on, unfortunately. But the Europeans always have the saying of like they live to or they work to live, mm -hmm. and we live to work in yeah. this country. And that's always like kind of the number one difference. I mean, there's minutia in there, of course. It's, a, it's an overgeneralized statement, but you do kind of feel that sometimes when you go to other places where you're like, "Are oh, you guys are just like, like I went when I went to Copenhagen? You could just you get a feel for people like wanting to go out and have three or four hour dinners with their friends, and to them it's less about grinding it out every day and more about like." are we balancing our lives with the things that we love in them? And yeah. I think it's important to do that. But yeah, my wife is definitely a, uh, a work to live. No, what's the good one? Work to live, not live to work right. kind yeah. of person. Definitely. And I think I'm more the opposite. Where I do you feel like it's work. lessened? Yeah, definitely. Me too. Well, I, th I feel like I've had a, uh, since being married and, and actually really in the last few years doing this, 
ha- having my wife be there as a person who can not pull me back, but just sort of, I, I described it today as sort of my totem where like she is my, uh, she's my connection to reality. Sure. She is the person that makes me think like when I'm going a mile a minute and I'm turning into asshole Hulk Nick, yep. she's the one that goes, Hey, yep. Hey, 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 it's getting, sings the that sun's getting yeah, pretty exactly. low. <laughs> <laughs> I am into this. Continue. Yeah, I just kind of pass out. My and turn fan back fiction is coming true. <laughs> no, I'm the same way with Jen yeah. where it's like, I'll, I'm, I don't feel like an asshole. Or I don't feel like I'm being short. And she's like, you're being short. You're yeah. hungry or something. I'm like, Oh, am I? All right, cool. Like, all right. Yep. You've said that. That's true. That must be true. I understand that. Yeah. And that's the you know fun thing about knowing each other. I think you know what I mean. Like there we there was a meeting a while back or whatever where we were all talking as a company and it was a healthy discourse where people weren't in agreement or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you eventually asked a question like, "Am I wrong?" And we were all like, "Well, yeah." And you were like, "All right, then. I'm sorry." You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you, you rather than Get fight it, you're like, you know what? I love and respect every one of you and trust you. And it's, I apologize. That's not what I was trying to do. It's a hard thing to do. And honestly, I it's, know it's, it's, it's I know moments, it so well. It's moments like that where that I look and I go that that in and of itself, even though it's not necessarily a positive thing for me, like when that when those moments happen in my relationship, those are when I feel like we've achieved something. 100%. Because I feel like we've grown. I feel like, you know, with you guys and with my wife, when we can get to that point where like I feel like my relationship with my wife is an achievement and that we've gone through a lot of hard times, gone through some shit that, you know, I've talked about before, but like that is not an ideal relationship for people Mm -hmm. right we did not have the same we didn't have the path of we when we met each other we're like we just knew instantly like it took us a while to get to that path and even when we got married there was some there was a lot of really weird murky territory that up until maybe like three four years ago we're we finally hit a stride Mm. we finally hit a point where i'm like oh I get it now. And I mostly, most of it was me. Cause I think she was always like, he'll, he'll catch up eventually. And I did. Um, <laughs> that is so true. Though. Yeah. Most because she knew she was like, I had faith in you, to do these but years. I had to, but she, I had to find my way. And a lot of that was kind of funny. A lot of it was forming kind of funny mm-hmm. and realizing, Oh my God, I can be the person my wife knows I can be. And that's really cool. And then suddenly it was almost like we weren't, it's like, like we weren't like, there was no, friction we weren't like bouncing into each other we started finally just kind of riding parallel to each other mm. and then occasionally we'd dock and hang out and that's when the sex would happen and then we'd go you know but no okay you know we, we we are now more connected than we are disconnected and there were those moments where i didn't even know we were disconnected i just knew there was something wrong and she would be like we need to fight to get back to this point and now yeah. we have we have given each other the tools to do that and to me that's a huge achievement Hell because yeah. it means totally. there's a system where we can like Oh wait, we've been here before. This is ground we've been on before. We know where the map is. Where's the map? Oh, here's yeah, the map. Yeah. Let's go back to Happy Town. That's where we want to be. Happy Town. Let's dock. <laughs> yeah, let's just dock. <laughs> For me, all all of my biggest achievements that I would say, I feel like they are intrinsically tied to relationships. I yeah. think that my relationships with my friends and uh, my girlfriend totally go with all. It's weird to even call her my girlfriend. I, I usually don't do that. But uh, that's why I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing the old motion. Well, I don't know. No, yeah, oh yeah, the old yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, my girlfriend. girlfriend. Why? Uh, What's wrong? Sorry, I, I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I missed something. Why don't you call her your girlfriend? No, oh, so no, I don't no. Call her. I, just, I don't refer to she's her. Gia. As oh, she's oh. Gia. She's Gia. Gia. Gia is a character. Gia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gia. Everybody like, knows Gia. Calling her my girlfriend sounds weird to me. Uh, Any point, she could just walk in with a giant glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, it's Gia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, it's funny with her because she is so intrinsically tied to what I consider my achievement of kind of funny because I met her a month after we left IGN. So to her. This she does not like yeah, IGN is a weird my past life. IGN yeah, yeah. like my ex girlfriend. They like she knows the stories of, but like you know she doesn't actually know. They're not actually friends and stuff. So with kind of funny going through it all, it's like she's been there from the beginning of yeah. us having to really figure it out. Because yeah, kind of funny existed before we left IGN, mm-hmm. but like really it didn't turn into the thing. She was there for the planning of 
KFL one all the way to now. And like every single thing, it's like her baby as much as mine, just because she has to deal with it every night, you know, that, that I come home or whatever. And so like, that's, that's a cool thing where it's, it's being able to share moments with her where it all feels like an achievement. Like mm-hmm. our relationship mm-hmm. and kind of funny feels like an achievement that both of those kind of serve each other in a way. And, uh, What's the word? symbiotic. It's symbiotic. Yeah. And um, moving over to like my relationship with dictionary. my friends, it's like, it's like a parasite. That I was going to say, I know about it from Spider Man, but yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> but it, there's there's moments that I can think of, like obviously, kind of funny live. All of them are a huge moment for me and like huge achievement. But it's like uh, a funny thing that I, I would think about is me crowd surfing at kind of funny live too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you pump your fist, such an achievement. Like that's all, so leading up oh, to it, all Nick it. was is like, this is this is stupid. This won't work. That's, and that's all that my entire life was leading into that of like I want I want this so bad like just just that moment just one moment of me doing that that sounds so fucking awesome that was one of the coolest moments I've ever experienced in real life thank you I and you I appreciate that, that, that so photo that video that, that photo everything about it but just the thing also is being there. the thing to me is it. as amazing as that was and as much of achievement as that was that's not the achievement I think about the achievement was me and Kevin behind the door hearing people chant yeah. Let's Him Host and me and him looking at each other and you can see it on camera. I'm tearing up right now saying this. But uh, uh, in the KFL2 video, like watching me and Kevin react and we have this physical moment where we like grab each other and it's like, we did this guys. Like yeah. T- yeah. dude, we, we fucking are here and this is about to happen and then he fucking goes out there and lifts me on his shoulders. It's amazing. And like to me, that is an achievement of our friendship and our relationship and kind of funny works because we all have these different relationships. And to me, I think all of that is my biggest achievement. That's perfect. That's beautiful. What I want to do right now, shout out to the post show. Someone take a note. What I want to watch in the post show, not the Olympics to get us in trouble. <laughs> uh, I want to watch Did that? the reveal. No. I haven't watched the reveal of Kevin at kind of funny live one in years, I want to watch that, and then I want to watch this moment. Yeah, again, see, but you know what's show. funny? Because we own those videos, we'll be all right. This is proof to me that it is one of my favorite achievements, like and how I, I do it that way. I watch that constantly. Yeah. I look at that all the time. I look at the moment of me crowd surfing sure. all the time. I look at when the kind of honeys come out at kind of funny life Who three. Run this Gia holding up the belt. I fucking that's my favorite moment of KFL three. We're, that idiot. whole we're thing is fucking idiots. We're so stupid. <laughs> we're I love such it though. Idiots. I go yeah. back and look at those moments, and I'm like. I'm like, people let us do this. They Why? support us in this. this. And they're going crazy for it. That's yeah. That to me is like, you talk about, you want to talk about like top level achievement stuff. Like the fact that we have been able to build this like community and to, like the fact that I can take part in building this community is the biggest achievement of all. Because these are a group of people that are like-minded psychopaths like us who are just out good there kind, like, good but also not the you, best kind. And I talk about this all the time with Rooster Teeth and also especially Ruby you have no idea the impact you're having on people's lives in, in the sure. long run. Like some people find lifelong friends through your community yep. and that changes their lives or it changes the course of they're experiencing something, whether it be depression, anxiety, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then watching your content helps them get out of that. And then they go on to do amazing things in their life. The amount of people who hit me up about the post I put on the forums, right? If you're not allowed to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was something I put up, but I never thought about that for years I'd be getting people like, hey, I read that and I needed that and thank you. You yeah. know what I mean? And like that saved we, me this week around. We had a nice post from Pink Haired Girl, whose name we pink should probably girl. learn one of these days. I like I like that no, she's just Pink Haired Girl. I like I like calling her Pink Haired Girl. That was girl great. Over on Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. and that was that the was same great. thing. We bought her dinner because she's awesome and a good friend. Yeah. She's and always she, really and nice. And a good to friend us. in the way best friends are best friends to each other. You know what I mean? We don't know her outside of talking to her about the movies at the end of the movies. Yeah. Give some yeah. give some context on the on the story for people that don't know. Oh, you don't check the subreddit every day, guys? Come on now, please. Come on, get on. Okay, so 
when we go watch the Marvel movies, we often end up by duress at Daily City uh, because because Kevin is all like, I hate the Alamo. It sucks. You hate the Alamo it draft does. In SF, it's garbage. It's not great. Oh, my God. It is I not like as it. good as any of the great. Austin ones. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. It wet. sucks. It doesn't suck. The wings have gotten better. Nick, we'll have, have my back on that. Thank you very better. much. And it's, still, the, uh, it's still the best movie watching experience in the city. I digress, though. <laughs> what a Everybody joke. playing the movie. Joke. All right, once what they have I the power out, doesn't Jesus matter. There's a couple I'm times. just all alone on this argument. <laughs> I'll come I like Anyways, we end up in the Daily City uh, uh, century. century. Is that a century? Century? Nine? I think it's a century theater. Century and so 20. eventually, when we started going, to, we see all the superhero movies at midnight or 7 o'clock our time. And at the end, like the first time, this girl with pink hair walked over. She's like, hey, you guys are kind of funny, right? We're like, yeah. And she's like, oh, hey, I'm a Rooster Teeth fan and this, that, and the other. And I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then... You know, a bunch of people, it's, you know, fish in a barrel at a, at a superhero yeah, midnight yeah, opening. Every, lots of people know us. But eventually, like, she's there every movie. And so this last time around, we went to the sushi sushi spot below that Kevin says is the best sushi in the city. Do you agree with that as well, Tim? No, Do you want to be wrong on I that? I don't agree with no, that. You guys haven't had what I eat. It's not what good, do you right? Eat? Back me up. Dragon Thank you very much. Ter- it's ter- it's terrible. The They're always understaffed. The poor, the Have two you women- been to Ebisu? Like, Ebisu's better. No. I don't like you don't think Ebisu is better than the fucking movie theater? I hate you. Ebisu, overrated as <laughs> fuck. Overrated. I take my guess. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, sure. oh no, no, no. I'm not saying, oh my God, eat there and blow your brains out. It'll never get better. You know what yeah. I mean? But the thing, the thing with that is, and, and I'm not, I don't think they're in the same category. I feel like the Five movie theater sushi is the Blow your brains. Just a couple suicide jokes right in there. Why not? Let's no, start right there. Anyways, we went to the sushi spot. We walked in. Uh, we sat down. We were eating. Eventually, more people sat around us, and, mm-hmm. and I think it was Tim, or was it Nick, or and it was. I think it was you, right? I think it was Tim, who's no, like, was, "Hey, that the pink hair girl." Pink who hair. I was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I leaned over to Nick. I'm like, hey, "How are we doing on Patreon? Can we buy them dinner?" And Nick's like, "Yeah, we can do that." I'm like, yeah, "All right, cool." So we called the waitress. Well, first like, off, I kind of looked over and I was like, "Yeah, they're only eating like one." There's three of them. Yeah, we got that. There's no alcohol. They got the fucking like hundred dollar octopus. I'm like. So we, fish. so we just, you know, told the waitress, like, we'll pay for their meal, and we paid for it or whatever. And so then they, when they... Joey Noel just came in to say, Joey Noel, come here. I like to have a voice of reason once in a while. You're you're young, you're hip, no, you know what's happening. She likes grease too, for Christ's sake. She's, she's not a voice of reason. How is Ebisu? It's the best sushi. I make my parents drive from Sacramento to go to Ebisu for my birthday every year. But to be clear, you like it in the same way I like Gordo's. Uh... It's true. Is that you're both wrong? You just, you're just, you have Gordo's these the like, place? these, Gordon, no, no, I guess it's no, a no, growing up it's family place, yeah. tradition That's what I'm saying. Kind of That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay, now. I'll concede. Uh, hold on, hold on. I never said it was the best sushi. I don't know why I'm pointing. I put, it, it, can, I never said it was the best can they hear you? It's they can't good. hear you. It doesn't matter. Now, my next question, Joey Noel, yeah. is Alamo in SF the best movie watching experience in SF? Yeah. Okay. All right. I knew we hired a smart one. I knew we hired a smart one, everybody. It's cool, guys. Here comes a dumb one. Real quick, just to clarify, I never said it was the best sushi. It has my favorite roll. It's and a it's right next to my, No, it's not. Everyone it's not. has it's right that next to your favorite. Not, it's, it's a fireman roll. See, you, you sound so stupid in front of all the best friends right it's now. It's not an original are you, item are you excited? There. They didn't make up the, the concept of a fireman. And they they I've, never, I've never Ton found it anywhere else. I swear. I walk in. You and me, Sushi in LA has a fireman roll. In LA! Boom. That's that's you said I'll keep my eye out because fireman roll I would think is everywhere because I have seen yeah. it a lot of places. But I'll look out for you. It's yeah, what's in it? Oh, it's got octopus. It's got octopus on it. 
The place makes me, it gives me the squeegees every time I eat Stop there. Stop ordering stupid shit. The we bought her dinner. I was like, where, where, how did we get it? We bought her dinner. She came over. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you did this. Thank you. And then left. And then we went and watched the movie and everything was great. And then two days ago, she put up a post on Reddit of like, she's in a bad, she was in a bad place, is getting out of the bad place. And it was like, we did this and they like, it totally, you know, was an amazing night for her and her friends. And they couldn't believe that people were this nice and that we did and this kind of thing. people cared. And yeah, it's funny yeah. because we're on the other side where it's like, hey, it's that girl that is super supportive hey, and that girl super who, yeah, nice I to can't us. Believe she watches so our content. Why would she care yeah. about us? And, yeah. so and it's, it's what like, I responded to on Reddit, right? And the way that like, I want to do stuff like that for everybody. And it's impossible because I don't see you all at the sushi place. And you don't have unlimited funds. Exactly. Of course, of course. So it's like when it does happen, yeah. And like, you know, um, I gestured towards Kevin. But when Tim and I went to like RTX Sydney and it was like, are we doing okay on Patreon? Yeah, okay. Hey, we're gonna buy every, at the meet and greet for the you know thirty kids game. We're gonna buy everybody. And everybody's like, oh my god. And it's like, we we you're doing us the favor yeah, by watching this content. Back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to yeah. pay it forward because you've all been way too nice to us, and that's the point. And that's Somewhere how the best friend bullshit works. One person watching being like, my Patreon money is going to some Australian I kids fucking, dinner. You kidding? <laughs> They're me? good kids, man. Yeah, most people don't. I mean, that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, that's it's a cool to. It's cool to have the back and forth dynamic. And I remember like the first time she came up to us, I think we were, I think it was actually before one of the movies that we were watching over Century and just, just kind of popped up and was like, hey guys, I don't want to like interrupt you. Blade Runner. It was what? It was Blade Runner. Uh, That's right. I think she she was actually in the row in front of us or something and heard us talking and she stood up and I was like, oh man, she's going to tell us to shut up because we're way too loud. (laughs) And she was like, hey guys, just want you guys to know I'm big fans. See, I missed that. So I'd always thought she was a Rooster Teeth fan first and foremost. I think, and I could be wrong, I think she was wearing a Rooster Teeth shirt the first time. We why, I was there. one of the times. We yeah, met. that's probably that why. That's might, what would have skewed my opinion of it. Yeah. It was like the other <laughs> There was when Jeff was in town, right? We, we, we went to the movies with Jeff. No, Jack. We went to the movies yeah. with Jack, right? For Thor? I think, yeah, I think he was here for Thor. It wasn't right now. It wasn't right now. It was. This, it's. It doesn't matter. Superfluous information. No, it was Justice League. It really doesn't oh, matter. God, Jesus. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. And when we when we came out of that and went to the I went to the bathroom and this guy stopped me on the way and he's like, Holy shit, Greg Miller. I'm like, Yeah, he's like, Oh man, I'm a huge fan, blah blah. blah. I'm a big Rooster Teeth fan. I'm like, Oh really? I'm like, you know, Jack's right there. He's like, What? And like just walked away yeah. from me. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck, just I don't have to set up for the B squad. Cool, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, my topic. Yeah. Plays into your topic. Okay. Cause again today. I walk around this place and I see all this amazing shit happen. Everybody being creative and making amazing things. Kevin solving problems left and right. Andy making awesome fucking art. You hosting a show where you probably talked about buttholes. Like, it was all good. Uh, I had that moment, though, right, where I thought about it. And I, I, what, my question is, what did you want to be when you grew up? Because mm. I don't... I mean, I always say, like, oh, since the fourth grade, I wanted to write about video games and all that jazz, right? Mm. Which I got to achieve. And it's been great. And it's led to all this. And so it's rare that I sit back and think about what it was before the fourth grade, right? Like I remember for I remember being like when you're a dumb kid and you're kicking stupid things around. Like I wanted to be a paranormal investigator at one point, of course, because of Ghostbusters, paranormal psychology, which I did not understand. But I was like, sure, why not? Vankman can do it. I can do it. Sure. And then, of course, I was into wrestling. I was like, oh, back, back or pro wrestling, not back wrestling, pro wrestling. That'd be exciting. And I was drawing cartoons. I was like comic strips, you know, stuff like that. And like I, I do... It's a weird thing to say aloud because it sounds like such an asshole thing to say. Mm-hmm. But as a kid who spent a lot of time by himself, playing with his action figures, doing that, lost in your own head, drawing comics, all this stuff, 
Uh, jacking off. No, I didn't have it for a long time. That's the topic for a different day. You remember the first time you jacked off? Mm-hmm. Sure did. We got to talk about that at some Mine point. Mine was an accident. Yours was, uh, that's a new topic. Yeah, yeah. What happened? How, what, I would just rub it on something and it felt really good, so I kept rubbing. Nice. And then it happened? And then, it, yeah. And I was like, oh, everything's warm. When was this? Goosh. I was old. Goosey. 10 or 11. 10 or 11. Wow. Jesus. Early to the game. Yeah. Early yeah. to the game on I that mean, one. I mean, I developed quickly. Did you? I did. Okay, good to know. Not yeah. really. No, I'm pretty average. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 10 or 11 when it's average. <laughs> no, no. It was like, I think right around the time I was getting my period. So mm. things, oh, sure. That's okay. A lot of blood going on down there. It's yeah. all moving around. Blood I didn't mean it in the gross way. I didn't mean it in the gross way. Mm-hmm. There was an awakening. Not that it's gross. I in the throbbing way. Well, it was pulsating. More or less gross. I remember being alone, being alone as a kid a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, think, and I remember thinking, I feel like, and this is going to sound shitty, Tim, don't laugh in my face. Oh, no. I Dude. feel like Christ. I'm going to be famous. But I didn't think famous oh, in terms of, I didn't think famous, well, I think it sounds conceited and shitty to say. Yeah, but I, I didn't mean famous as I'm going to be in movies. But yeah. at the time, I had no idea what that meant. But it was the thing of me and my friends putting on like, Oh, they like one of them had like a Fisher Price recorder, and we're doing like radio shows and shit, yeah. and like doing crank calls, and it's like, yeah. this is so much fun, but like I couldn't see how that a would ever connect to whatever the fuck z this is. So you didn't, you weren't consciously aware of like I'm going to pursue fame as no. a child. No, 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 it was no, a subconscious no. thing for you. I'm gonna yeah. pursue fame. Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. people are. I mean, there are people who are like, sure. they will tell you like, like you know. Their goal, they saw someone on Saturday Night Live when they were 10, and they were like, mm. I'm going to be on that show one day, and they achieved that goal. No, and you so, figure, like, I mean, like, when uh, I was creating the comics, even, which got me into a lot of newspapers, mm-hmm. and I don't mean, like, they ran the comic, I mean, they wrote about, hey, there's this fucking kid who was selling comics at school, of course. <laughs> like, Greg's it, Gazette, right? No, that was That was the else. newspaper that almost got me expelled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, but it was, like, I remember being on the front page of the Daily Herald, and being like, wow, like, that's fucking awesome. But yeah. it wasn't... I wasn't making the comic to get on the newspaper. No, I wanted people to see the comic more than they good. wanted to see me. Yeah, sure. yeah. No, I think that's that's interesting because I, I mean, I was certainly I I was aware of fame. I just never thought it was it was something that I would fantasize of like that'd be so cool to be like a famous director or a famous actor sure. or to be in that world. And you'd see, you know, when I was a kid growing up in the eighties and nineties, everything was so fucking heavily curated as far mm-hmm. as like media that hit you. So it just looked like a perfect glamorous lifestyle. But I never had anyone in my life. Um, that could have that could have told me that could be a reality for myself. So going into college, I had no idea of what I wanted to be. I thought I wanted well, here, to. That's my thing is dial it back. I, I no offense. Yeah, I know, and I saw a lot of people. I think know that you go to college, you're not happy. Eventually, you get you move over to film, sure, right? Sure. And like yeah. that's how it all starts. Yeah. So when you're growing up, what are you kicking around? Like, what are you thinking of in grade school, junior high? Are you worried about that? No, blank slate. I knew wow. I had great. Wow. I had great grades. Yeah, you know, I had close to a 4.0 GPA leaving Nobody high school. Yeah. Nobody's bragging over here. Um, you're three, smart. 3.82. Um, but uh, it's not really close to a 4.0 actually. It's pretty was I was 3.8.1, 3.2 as well. I like to me that was totally 4.0. like, no, I'm close to 4.0. Well, I mean, I went to a school, obviously, you and I went to a school that had honors programs, right? Like, we had, I, we yeah, had the AP. AP program, we also had the international baccalaureate program. So, we had a ton of classes where your A counted as like a super A. So, I got B's all the time, but I had friends that graduated like 4.2, 4.3 grade point average. Just ridiculous assholes. Yeah, totally. Just shitheads. That, fuck off. Yeah, fucking overachievers. Uh, luckily, they all were in class with me, so I can copy off them in math. Perfect. I math. Fuck did math. not want to do math. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I mean, going through it, I just didn't have. I like I always tell Tim, I'm always so I'm always so like amazed and like it's so cool to see someone who had a sense of self back then of mm-hmm. like this like the light bulb went off in his brain and he goes, I want to do this. Not necessarily. I don't know if you had it defined in your brain what it was going to be, but to you, you were like, there's an internet and there are people that make videos on the internet. 
and I want to be one of those people, and I want to be famous for that. And that's like, the, I want to be known for that at least. We know, I know that as well. But I, for you, I don't even know when the internet enters the picture. Like, I know your high school videos, the breakout one, and all that jazz. Well, yeah, I mean, internet entered the picture for me. I mean, not that early because okay. again, like, I, we didn't really have a, a computer that can handle all that shit and stuff until. Sure. Seventh or eighth grade. Okay, so it was like it was later than a lot of. Was it like 2012, 2013 for you? <laughs> 2003, I would say, was my first real introduction <laughs> around MySpace, and it's yeah. like yeah. MySpace changed everything for me. Wait, part, were you on my, Were you on MySpace? Back oh, hell then? yeah, I was on MySpace. Okay, and it's like that. That was when everything. when like that was my first. I mean, when you're in eighth grade, you're not really thinking about what am I going to be when I grow up. Yeah, like and you're if, supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to. But <laughs> I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you know yeah, but girls were a thing, so it was like it was distracting. Sure, I understand you know? that. I was in a different place than some other people. I don't know, but I was gonna say, as someone who is not at all on any <laughs> girl's radar, they were not that much of a thing for me. I was uh, more like, man, they're gonna make Superman into electricity. Crazy choice, but let's see how it plays out. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'll give him some leeway on this yeah. one. Pursue with caution, prosecutor. Yeah, I don't know. Being little, like younger than than middle school, a lot of that, like thinking about what I wanted to be. I always knew I liked videos. My dad always had a video camera, so I kind of just grew mm, up with that. That's cool. And so, like, I loved being in front of the camera. I loved being behind the camera. I loved trying to figure out editing things. I've told the story a million times to condense it down. Like, th- one of the first coolest things I've ever done was take my Optimus Prime toy and have my dad film it, stop recording. I transform a little bit. He records nice. more. So it was like stop motion. And stop I just motion, yeah. created stop motion in my head where I was like, I want him to transform, like, the commercials because the commercials were way cooler than having to fucking take five minutes to transform the damn thing. Me and my brothers would do that, but instead of stop motion, we would do the thing where we would record, stop recording, and then one of us would leave frame and start recording again in the same frame, so it would be like a magic trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we like, were obsessed with it as and, kids. And then, you know, again, not to repeat stories so much, but uh, Jackass was such a huge influence on uh, seventh grade Tim and Cool Greg and Kevin, where we would do videos where we'd go on vacation, and at the hotel, we would fill... Uh, Cool Greg's clothes up with pillows and stuff mm-hmm. and throw it off of the roof of the hotel <laughs> and, and film it. Like, we filmed the beginning of, of, oh, no! of, of my brother, Don't like, jump! going to, to, he's like, I'm going to jump off the building. And he would jump, and then we threw the fucking thing, and it would just hit the ground. And then we would go down and film my brother down there, like, oh, like, all hurt. We'd show my mom, my poor mom, oh, my God. It would scare the Gregory! fuck out of her. She was so mad at us. It was like, it's fake. And then we showed her, and she's like, you guys are still fucked up, and we were still fucked up. You were. But I feel like you we still were, are fucked up. Yeah, it's not over. Let me ask up. you a question, Tim. Does, does it occur to you how fucked up you guys are before you say these things and see our reactions on our faces? Like when you say them, because I feel like there's a moment every time you tell a story where you go, wait a minute. This playing is, the way I thought it was. <laughs> uh, maybe this was a little fucked up. No, I mean, I blame, like I said, I blame Jackass. Like it's just it's dumb kids and dumb oh, jazz. Yeah, Jackass. A lot of people in totally. I feel like 100%. Rooster Teeth, all of, all of the people that work there at a certain level, are totally influenced me by Me and my that friends era. made a video series called Jill Ass because nice. we love Jackass so much. Where we would do things where we would just like run on the street and just fuck We're with crazy. people. We're crazy. Yeah. We thought it was so funny. Jesus Christ. And so yeah, this is the era we're, we're growing up in. And you know, we've, we when we had John Carl on the show uh, a couple months ago, he was talking about how there's been studies shown that when you ask kids what they want to be when they grow up, and their answer is a YouTuber. Yeah. And like that's the most popular answer now. It's not astronaut. It's not doctor. It's YouTuber. And like... For better or worse, you know, and I'm not trying to add commentary there, but I I don't want to say I'm the first person to ever say that, but I feel like you're the first generation definitely that saw like, that as a real angle. To me it was it was that and like I, I had to find a picture for Joey for some reason, like an old picture of me. Oh no, no, no it was uh, I was trying to find for my brother's oh, birthday, cool. I was trying to find an old picture of me and him, and the only place I know it exists online is on MySpace. 
And I had to go find my own MySpace and look at it. And like my headline was, Tim Geddes is pretty much famous on the internet. I remember that. And I just remember thinking back then, I was like, if I just tell people I'm famous, they're going to think I'm famous. They're going to start believing it. Tim Geddes 101, right? Like all the stories I've told about me and Alfredo in high school, like that's all that we did is build up this lore. And I mean, we Paris Hilton did, but without the like mm. money. Sex tape. Thankfully, oh. you, guys have the had, sex tape. you guys have had more of an enduring career than Paris Hilton, which is good. Uh, she's still around doing stuff. She's DJ. She did invent the selfie, so... Well. Barb, what did you want to be when you you were in Canada? So I was in Canada. you wanted to be like a maple syrup tree tapper person. I did. Yeah. First yeah. female Mountie. Exactly. First female oh, there's Mountie. Been. Um <laughs> I, I think I'm in a similar boat where I didn't quite know what I wanted to be. I honestly didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, even all throughout college. Mm. Um I had ideas. What I had, were you going to school for then? I went to school for marketing. Okay. Because I was always interested in advertising to an extent. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to write slogans or jingles or or commercials, anything that was a mix between creative and business. I was always interested in those two things colliding. Um, so just when I got to college, I was like, fuck it. This, there's a lot of options in this career path. Let's go for it. But as a kid, I kind of flip-flopped between a bunch of different things I wanted to do. One of the things was uh, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Hell yeah. Awesome. Because, <laughs> because uh, I was a class clown. I would always make people laugh. Uh, and so I thought, huh, why don't I just try to do this? As like a career, not realizing like making quick little jokes when you're a kid, <laughs> definitely not the same as coming up with a full set and performing in front of sure. a large group of people. It's oddly similar though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oddly That's similar. been the a lot fun more thing similarities than you think. <laughs> of when I, you know, knowing the inside uh, journey of Nick mm-hmm. doing his stand-up comedy and stuff, the people that to this day are when it all casually come like, to me, like you should totally do that. You should do stand. I'm like. It's, no, a diff- like what? it's a different. I'm gonna get game. up and tell Grandma Miller stories. Like, like I mean, it doesn't look, work if you don't know to be me. Fair, everyone sitting at this table could absolutely do stand up. You are absolutely. a great storyteller. You guys all are great storytellers, yeah. and I think that's the the key component. Then let to me tell you about Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please do. But I also I had two brothers growing up, and we'd always make stupid voices and do different impressions with each other. So I was like, oh, voice acting would be cool. Mm, oh, well, old, I'm now technically considered a voice actress yeah. on some websites. Um, one of the other, I mean, one of the other jump starters for IMDb me in this topic, right? <laughs> True. Is that for us three, it's simple to look around today and see, holy shit, like kind of funny. It's it's becoming what I think we always thought it might co- have the chance to be. Mm-hmm. For you, just this week, right? Like, uh, was it? Well, it's only Tuesday. So yesterday was it that they put out the trailer for your horror movie? Yeah. Right. What's, yeah. Yesterday. What is it called? Bloodfest. When's it coming out? Uh, so it's premiering at South by Southwest in uh-huh. Austin. Uh, March 9th is the the world premiere. But uh, further than that, TBD. Did you ever fathom that you were going to be a movie star? They're going to be an actress. The fact that you even say that now, I'm just like, I'm right? not a movie star. I'm not an actress. That's bu- that's bullshit. Um, no, never in a million years. I am someone who never thought I would be in front of a camera at all. Yeah. I there was a time period in my life where I wanted to be a model. Yeah. But that again, <laughs> very different than being an actress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't have to talk when you're a model. Yeah. And uh, I still get nervous on camera sure. all the time. And doing Bloodfest was definitely something that was out of my comfort zone. Um, but it's one of those things where I've decided in my life that I'm just going to say yes to things that I mm. might not be very comfortable doing. And it's gotten me so far and has gotten me so many opportunities. Sure. Like I'd, I didn't want to host my own show. I was like, that's scary. That's a lot of work. I don't want to do that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let's, let's see what comes of this. And now it's like 
the most rewarding experience That's of my life. That's such good advice. And I feel like I, for me and the growth we've had here and my growth next to you, under you, whatever way you want to put on it. On top of me, like behind On me. top of you, yeah, behind right. you, all, and all that stuff. It's been, it's been crazy because the amount of times like I look up to Greg and the things that he's doing, you hosting Dice Awards recently, all that type of stuff. And uh, when people ask me to do things similar or you ask me to do the thing sure. with you or something, I'm like, like I'm scared of that what, shit. Was it last packs where I was like, "Hey, you want to host this panel?" And you're like, "No." You want to like, host, you you host this Ubisoft panel? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Please no." Like yeah, I, yeah. that sounds very out of my comfort zone. I do not want to do it. And I felt like I did a good did job. A job people yeah. really yeah. liked it. And I, once I was doing, it, I'm like. I can do this. Like, don't don't tell people like how easy it is. Cut this out. Yeah, cool right. Don't tell people how easy it is. You can't have that out. much Even competition. Even if you felt like you didn't do a good job, you still did and, it. And that's the thing. I didn't do the best job, but, but you I, still did. I did it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I can do that. Like That is now a thing that I'm comfortable trying. That's like Dice of yeah. Wars year you know? one, right? Where I finished, yeah. I was like, oof. I did not get all of that. I did not knock that out of the park. I can do better, and I felt this year we did better. Or me yeah. hosting Games Daily, even. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Being a, just a contributor on the show, I can do that with my eyes closed. I'm very confident in that. Having to host that show and run that show with different people, especially when I'm thrown on with Gary Witta or Jared Petty or Andrea Renee, and I'm just like, why am I here? This is really, really not cool. But yeah, no, it's now I feel more comfortable. I'm still working into that, but yeah. we're getting there. But no, that's that's awesome. And like you having to act, that's crazy. Yeah, and in a horror movie where mm. emotions are very high, a um, lot of screaming, a lot of screaming, a, a lot of very intense scenes. And I can't also imagine. being in a movie with real actors. Like it's one thing doing like funny little skits and like yeah. doing a little, little roosters or ten little roosters and, and day five where it's like we're with people who are wonderful actors, very talented, very talented cast and crew. But doing you know an, a real yeah. movie with Jacob Battleon, Robbie Kay, Seychelles Gabriel, who are like have been in this industry for years and are are, you know, these famous actors who do this for a living. Being in that situation of just like, oh my god, they're gonna realize I'm a fraud yep. any second now. Even my laser team two cameo thing <laughs> you're, was you're like great in that. By oh the way. fuck, you're the girl from Until Dawn. Shit, <laughs> fuck, yeah. I really like your game. You're a good actress. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and, the, and they're like, all right, hit that mark, and I'm like, yep, and I step way past <laughs> that. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck. I'm doing. Although something <laughs> I noticed um, doing Bloodfest with real actors, you know, who's to say what's a real actor or not? I feel like it really elevated my skill. Like, oh, sure. I, I felt like, okay, I, I'm around people who do this professionally. Mm-hmm. I'm really going to try to up my game with this. Yeah. And I felt like it, it made me a better actress to do that well, with them. I mean, it's all that. That's a big part of it in terms of being able to play off somebody. And then it's also when I do do any acting, it is so like, ugh, I feel like imposter syndrome huge Absolutely. comes out. And then it's been the same with VO work where when, we fir- when I first did any VO work, right? Especially like my first, I think. I can't remember. Lego Marvel Avengers was before kind of funny anime series really got going, right? Yeah. Was that the one where you were... Uh, I was older. Before that, was the zombie so, yeah. podcast. Oh, right. Yeah, the zombie podcast. We're alive, of course. You're still playing a character, though. 100%. And Casey's script is amazing and all these different things. But that even that was very much like, I'm Greg Miller from Podcast Beyond. I mean, I got the, I helped make this show popular in a lot of ways and got a lot of viewers in. So, like, it's more than I'm just here to be Pete, whatever. Like, when I went to do Lego Marvel... Avengers. This doesn't sound right. But yeah, Lego Marvel <laughs> Avengers for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I went down and was like on the WB lot with the water tower and like in these rooms with like where I know like amazing like Troy Baker is all the time. And, all, and I was like, this is fucking weird. And I felt like I was shit at it. And Liam O'Brien was the nicest director who walked me through everything. And then to get to now uh, after animated series after another couple of video games 
to get to going and doing Island Time VR where yeah. it was like, cool, I'm in a professional studio and I don't feel weird about it and I know what's going on and I know that it's going to be dead quiet in here and you're and I'm going to see you talk to each other out there and it'll be dead People quiet. People are watching you. But it's not yeah. that you, nothing bad is happening. We're just talking, you know, like, all right, cool, I can do this and I feel like I nailed that more than And I again, that's it. saying yes to an opportunity that comes up and exactly. eventually you'll get there. But yeah. the first time is going to be fucking scary. Yeah, that's how it always is, though, and that's always a, that's always a really good thing to, for, to as a a tool for a lot of people out there who are trying to do things is that when you surround yourself with people who are better than you, they elevate you always. Yeah, always. Um, it's the same in like that's the one thing that uh, you know my instructor is trying to get me to do in jujitsu is like you got to go compete, and I'm like I don't want to compete because it's yeah. hard. And he goes, Yeah, that's the point. Like when you go, you go and learn what you don't know. Well, we and you get to, and you get to be around. You see people who have actually prepared for it properly, and you go, "Fuck, I need to elevate my game." And you could be there at some and point. You could like, be we there. We started doing improv at Rooster Teeth recently, which is something that I never fucking wanted to touch. Mm-hmm. I had so much anxiety about it, thinking like, "Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to put myself out there. You're vulnerable." Um, and then we started doing it, and now I want to do it all the time. And we would go to improv shows, and we would see like we could be there at some point. Oh yeah. So yeah, life changing. But well, you guys do uh, like on the spots pretty much improv, right? Yeah. It is. I mean, it is. I, it is. It's, it's, um, you have to come up with something. Yeah, and I used to. I used to hate doing <laughs> that show, and now right? I do. That's how they do it. Now we do improv, and I actually look forward to. How much? Yeah, how much improv so, are you doing? That's true to me too, because yeah. when I, when I when we go down to Rooster Teeth and we do all the the podcasts, which is awesome, I'm so comfortable on all the shows. On the spots, the one that I'm like. Oh man, it's hard. It's hard. Like I, I, like I don't have the skill set for this. Just take your yeah. shirt off. Easy. And well, that's that's the thing. It's like luckily when I'm partnered with you guys. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We have such good we chemistry. Yeah, you feel yeah. comfortable. We, yeah, like we can we can make something happen. We can get there. You but... got a dead fish like Michael Jones there. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, look at photos of my baby. Yeah, right. It's a cute kid. It's cute. He's got a cute kid. I know. I know. Yeah, that's awesome that you guys are doing that though. Yeah. Um, I've seen some really bad improv, and I've seen some really fucking great improv. Oh, Let me yeah. tell you, when you, it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, you do improv or something like that for the first time. And you think to yourself, ah, oh, man, I'm fucking lousy at this. I can't even imagine how you can be good at this. And then you see like a UCB show yeah. or like a Groundling show. You're like, oh, okay. That's fucking intimidating. It really is just, just a matter of oh. committing and having each other's back when you're doing improv. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I wish more people at Rooster Teeth took improv so that everyone would have that same mentality. Because we did one episode where all four of us on the show were people who took improv together. And it was one of the best shows I've ever done yeah. at Rooster Teeth where well, everyone was just... You know, just passing the ball. Hanging, the joke yeah. people make about, you know, uh, improv writers, like, uh, what is it? Yes, yes and. and. Yes, yeah. and. Right? And it's, it's absolutely true. And it sounds so goofy, but, like, when you started doing comedy, and I've told you before privately, mm. like, you got so much better at podcasting. Mm. Because it wasn't, and not that you were ever negative energy, but it's a, your normal response of, well, that's not right, or da-da-da-da, or blah-blah-blah. And, like, you'd shut, not you, the pejorative you, in a normal conversation, you'd shut somebody down, not to be an asshole, but it would then cap their creativity or crap. And, like, once you were, like, you started harnessing creative energy in a different way because obviously I had, I had had years of podcasting experience. Not that I'm great at it, but I mean like the You're fact that I could fucking it. talk to a rock for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. No, it, what made, do you think? it made all of us better performers. <laughs> <laughs> you give the rock a voice. Yeah, well, I want the rock to sit there. The rock's got to do something for the fucking show. Well, that's yeah. the thing for me. I think hosting the morning show has taught me that as well, yes. right? So being able to, I love doing the morning show with you, and I'm, I'm, I am. Actively upset when I look at a counter, I'm like, fuck, I'm not on the morning show. Like this morning, when I well, it's because we have a million guests. So I don't want to get in the way. Like, yeah, tomorrow, or I guess I'm on tomorrow. But, like, you know, it, when it, when I booked it as you and Xavier Woods, it's I'm not going to get in the way of that. That's, 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 one. that's on Thursday, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, being able to do that really teaches you the value of needing that other person in the chair. Right. Yeah. So, when you're the person who is responsible for leading, like, steering the ship, and occasionally, when, whenever that thing happens where you're like, 
I'm just like I can see the end of the road and I'm like, uh oh, I'm gonna get and then you hit the end of the road and the other person goes, Oh, I'll start driving now. It's such a lovely give and take mm, that you don't mm, I think mm. you you talk about like um being kind of thrown into the deep end when it comes to acting. Like that's that's how I kind of felt when I started doing the morning show. I was like, I'm with these two guys that have collectively like tens of years of experience yeah. doing podcasts. I don't have this experience. And so I'm like, I better fucking get like figure it out and up my game. So we're still waiting on that. It'll happen though. <laughs> um, but one of the things that's great about it is it really, it, it gives you that appreciation of the person sitting in the, the chair next to you. And you, and now when, once you start developing that flow, it's really fucking something fun. You just yeah. get like, yeah. we just talked for an hour and 57 minutes. Right. And I think that's not, it's not easy to do. And actually we make it look easy, but it's really fun to have people around you that can keep the conversation going. Yeah. No, yeah, well, yeah. I went to, I went to the bathroom Fuck and, uh, Sorry, cool, great, cool, great. <laughs> As I finish, we're really no, great. Not by each other. You just fuck you, Fuck you, you son of a bitch. Cool, great. Stop me. He was just like, this is, this is really good. This show's awesome, yeah, right? Yeah, and that yeah. was the thing is, again, this is what we're talking about where we, oh, here comes Andy to fucking ruin it. Fucking Andy. Uh, Look at that. Tight pants Cortez. S That's what they call him. man. They call him. Are we pushing? No. no, this is still oh. the show. <laughs> no, but this show has been great. And it's the, you know, again, the benefit of what we talked about when we switched to one big episode again, where it is like, all right, whatever, we'll get to whatever. Out. Yeah, exactly. And that's why if we want to derail and talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about real quick, because we're, I am wrapping up. You've got to get to a shoot eventually here in a second. Eventually, yeah. What I want to tell you, what though, is please do competitions. And please promote it like you do comedy show. And then we all dress as Cobra Kai. Oh. And we all come oh. and sit in the audience and just yell, sweep the leg over and over again. Uh, and like, don't get me wrong, you probably get clowned out because the guy's super angry now that we're well, all First behind. of all, you can, in fact, sweep the leg in jiu-jitsu. That's very easy to do. Uh, second of all, there is a gym out there called Cobra Kai. And they are fucking intense. Yeah? Yeah, they don't. I mean, if you, if you are crazy enough to name your Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym after the bad guys in Karate Kid. <laughs> Don't That's fuck pretty, with those guys. Pretty badass. That's you going in like this. Like When I looked for the place that I train right now, uh, which is a very low-key, like laid-back place, there's a couple other places in the city that are like... Because Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a very macho thing to do, yeah. and people get caught up in that bravado very easily. I bet. Because it's, it's a very competitive thing that you're doing. And so, like, it's an intense. it can be intense, but, man, yeah, you see that, you're like, Cobra Kai, you're like... <laughs> These guys are gonna fucking kill How, someone. In, yeah, yeah. in your class, yeah. do they know what a goon you are? Yeah. Like, do you ever do the cobra snake thing? No, I don't, I don't do that, but every once in a while. you know, <laughs> Have you seen this? You know what he's talking no. about? The show, python. Show, show, show the, the python. python. I haven't worked out in a while. Oh, no, I just I've don't seen, know. I've seen the python. I don't know if he's yeah. gonna be, but let me just see if he's. There he is. There it is. Oh. I hate him. He's I always hate sleeping. Him. He's always down there. Yeah, he's always sleeping. Why do you down always there? hit him in the belly? I hate I gotta it. wake him up his belly. He's awake. Yeah. You saw him move his head. I'm gonna oh, look at him. it in the monitor. Oh, By the way, go. this is also the Python that sneaks in when my wife's taking a shower and just grabs <laughs> one thing off the shelf and drops it. <laughs> and then next, she fucking hates it. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, she has no one reason why she would hate that. Uh, no accounting for taste. What do you oh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. Don't drop my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's nothing else I'll pick up. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get each and every episode early. How early, Tim? You could be watching live. Or you can get it a week early, every Friday at 9 a.m. If you get the video version or you watch live, you also get the pre and post show, which we're about to roll into. Watch some classic 
kind of funny live videos and get a back massage from a candy Andy. You can start right now if you want. Candy no, come wrap me my back. You can't come wrap my him. back. You can't yeah, ask him exactly. to your back. He has to do that Barb, on his own volition. Thank you so much. Oh, it'll, then it's on YouTube.com slash kind of funny oh, yeah. later. Uh, Barb, thank you so much for coming thank by. Thank you for having me. It's been a dream to be on this show. We love you so much. You know that. Oh. I'm going I'm to come back again because I feel like we Andy. have so much to talk about. We stole Andy we from this Rooster really Teeth. We would love, I'm just putting it on the radar. We'd love to steal you one day. All right. Just a heads up that that's a, that is a possibility. Off the record. Off the record, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, show now. Bernie's not watching now. now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Nobody's watching this. Until yeah. next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.